1: Welcome to the drive. We where we are showing an abundance of caution. An abundance of caution. That's my yeah. new catchphrase. That's a new catchphrase uh, around the country, Matt. It's uh, sweeping you, the country. Sweeping by store, the country. Huh? Yeah, everything is a, an abundance of caution. You can't just be cautious. You have to have an abundance of caution. No.
2: What was just canceled? We saw across there. Was the the pinstripe bon- bowl. Oh, I was like the blue bonnet bowl yeah. or something. The, weed the, bowl the or pinstripe
1: something. bowl has been canceled out of an abundance of caution. I see. I see. Yeah.
2: Yes we think this uh Steeler game might get uh, bumped with an abundance of caution, huh we'll see we'll uh see, as yeah. we tape
1: the as as we we do the show right now uh this the game is still on mm-hmm. for sunday uh there is a report that the Ravens had another positive test today. um I would guess that that one would would push this back um, and one more would do it I would yeah, think. right. So, um, you can't continue to have positive tests into Saturday, Friday, and Saturday, and still play a game, game on Sunday.
2: Game or two before the game. Is, yeah. This is too dangerous for the other team. I mean, I know Steeler fans are losing their mind, but if you're the team next week, Thursday, Roethlisberger's got COVID. Yeah. Uh, Cam, Hayward's it's something that hasn't
1: been talked about, but the Tennessee Titans should be like
2: on high alert. On high yeah, alert here. Right.
1: Like you had a little scuffle at midfield with with these guys. you, <laughs> yes. you played them in a in a overtime game.
2: You saw an awful lot of them. You saw
1: an awful lot of the uh, of the, the Ravens on Sunday, um,
2: although half the Titans already had it. Can they get it again? Do we know uh, those things? yet? I
1: guess different strains of you know yeah. you can get the flu twice if it's different strains. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. There's a lot lot of moving parts here. What we do know is that Lamar Jackson,
2: not playing,
1: will not play if this game is played this weekend.
2: Right. So no matter what, he's got to go ten days. Starting yesterday, right? Starting Wednesday.
1: Assuming he doesn't show, if he shows symptoms. Okay. Uh, if you are symptom free, you can get through the, the the. You can get through it uh, in five days if five, you if like you start that. test. If you have you test negative into in in uh, those two days in a row. Gotcha. Okay.
2: Okay. Gotcha. But that has not happened yet. Gotcha. We're yeah. not into that point. So yeah. he's out this week. He's not playing. He's this not week. playing in week twelve. I was actually sitting there thinking. Week 13 on a th- short Thursday night game, is there a chance he misses two? Yeah, a he wouldn't be back for that game He either. wouldn't be back for that yeah. either. I mean, the, the Ravens in general would lose their starting quarterback for two games. Yeah. Which is massive. Too bad 100. for them. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah. I mean, so it could happen to anybody. I mean, that's just the way the world we're living in, which is crappy. But so what? So it's a, not much different than if he would have sprained his knee or pulled a hamstring or whatever like anyone else. I agree. Um so
1: we'll see what happens with this game. Um, again, we're, we're, we're doing the show here in the afternoon. Nothing has been announced yet. Yeah. As we saw last night, uh, you know, the Lamar news came on at basically 9 o'clock mm-hmm. when it came down. After the, as soon as the Cowboys-Washington uh, game ended was when you know, the news, news, ab- yeah, the news about yeah, Lamar right. came out. Um, so th- this is something that's certainly been in flux. Uh, the Steelers did cancel their practice today. Um, That's odd to me. Well, they practiced. They had their team meetings Monday. Okay. Practiced Tuesday, which is usually an off day.
2: Okay. Right. Practiced Wednesday. Okay. And knowing at that point, did they know? I'm trying to think. At th- that the point, I there was there. still
1: a, going to be a game play. They're assuming on, they're yeah. playing Thursday night at that So point. then Mike Tomlin gave them off Thursday. Um, Thanksgiving. sure yeah. They do at that point. They weren't right. playing. And now he's giving them off a, an extra day here. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to practice tomorrow. Right. Okay. So <laughs> they're still getting a they're still getting a, a three day week. a three day practice weekend for this game against the team that they just played earlier in the month.
2: And I'm sure tomorrow won't be a physical practice. Right. Oh, oh none right. of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right. But, okay. I mean, it all adds up then. Yeah, it's such an odd week, and oh, by the way, it's Thanksgiving, and we didn't have a show yesterday, and I mean, my my whole timeline's in shambles right now too. Um, but the, a, a sticking point, at least, was when the game was when it came out. You know the Steelers then didn't get their mini buy. You know, I mean, we, we talked about that a lot. Like, uh, we assumed, or maybe you knew this for a fact, that Tomlin said, play your game Thursday, come back Tuesday. Enjoy yourself. They were going to be off until Wednesday. Until Wednesday. Yeah. Okay, wow. Okay. Tuesday's
1: a regular player's day off. Yeah, right. Monday's usually a day where they come in and, and you know, watch film mm-hmm. from the previous week. Sometimes he uses that as an extra practice day, but I think with the way his – the season is gone. Yeah, uh, he looked at as a sort of way to get the, get them the entire weekend off. Sure, you know, it four didn't straight get days. Much of a yeah,
2: before and yeah, right.
1: So that would have been again a mini buy.
2: And I'm sure human beings like all of us, they were looking forward to that.
1: Yeah, I mean, even though this year's a little bit different, even though you're off, you still have to come in and get tested every day. It's which not like just going to the Bahamas. I yeah. mean, I
2: understand that, but at least it's this won't be Tony Tony, Tony Romo
1: or, and Jason Witten going to Cabo or something. <laughs> right, you know, or
2: Odell on a boat or whatever. Yeah, yeah, right. I, I get it. But still, you could hang out with your fam, watch movies with kids. I mean, yeah,
1: you're not beating do. your body up you're every day in body practice. Body you get a little time away to, to
2: yeah. you know, unwind a little yeah. bit. And no matter what you do for a living, hey, take take a long weekend, okay? Yeah. Right, that's great. You know, just like anyone else. So they're not getting that.
1: The problem with everything when it, when the Lamar news came out last night, um, again, the forfeit stuff started. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I can't go down that road. The
1: forfe- forfeits, fit folks, can't happen. No. Because the players don't get paid.
2: Right. There's that part, too. Like, I know that's... Is that up for dispute or do we know... No, that? no.
1: It, it, no, it's not up for dispute at you all. You don't give... Like, the Steelers players... Make a cent in the NFLPA and the NFL, before the teams went to training camp this mm-hmm. year, agreed. And this was the same thing that was agreed on by the Major League Baseball players, was agreed on by the NBA, was agreed on by the NHL. If you don't play games, you don't get paid because mm-hmm. there was a possibility when the season started. Well, what happens if this, if they have to shut the league down for a month? That's... Well, you're not going to pay the players for you know for games right. that aren't played. That's
2: four out of sixteen paychecks, you right. don't Get okay.
1: So the idea was you want to you know you want to be played basically pay as you go this year, mm-hmm. and you which know, is how
2: it always is. I mean, these guys yeah. get paid on a weekly basis.
1: Unless you're hurt, or you know, if you're, sure, yeah. sure,
2: as long as you're on the payroll, right? But they get a check every Monday, and they don't get one in June.
1: And it's real simple for people to say, "Well,
2: you know, Art Rooney should just pay them." He can't. It's not up to him,
1: right? He's not making any money. If they don't play a game, he doesn't make any money either, <laughs> yeah, right? You know, I mean, the networks aren't happy about it. The networks aren't. The networks aren't going to give the the, the NFL money. money. They're going to want money back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because hey, you didn't play this game.
2: Right, right. <laughs> hey, Thursday night, we would have had a lot of viewers on this game, and we didn't get any of
1: them. No, oh, by the way, for the Steelers, as we talked about on Wednesday, they could have had fans in the stadium if the games played Thursday. Right. 12,000 fans, but it's twelve or 14,000 fans, but it's 14,000 fans. Games played on Sunday or Monday or Tuesday, they get 2,500 people in the stadium total.
2: Period, period, right. So there's even less. It's family and there. friends. Yeah, exactly. So,
1: you know. Yeah, This is called, and, and I figured it out, if if you averaged, <laughs> if the, let's say the average ticket price is $100. That's
2: probably fair. Or if you,
1: you know, let, let's say you make $150 on everybody who comes through the door. Mm-hmm. By, the time they, by the time they buy their ticket, get some food and drinks, you know, sure. whatever they, they buy. they the,
2: spend 150 bucks a head. You're
1: taking 10,000 people away. That's a significant amount of money. It's a couple linebackers you can pay for a week.
2: Yeah. You, know? <laughs> or a minimum, uh, right. you know, the
1: payroll is not cheap.
2: No, the payroll's not cheap. It's a big business, obviously.
1: I mean, Ben no. Roethlisberger makes a, over a million dollars a week, folks. Right.
2: Like, I bet there are a couple people out there going, okay, well, these millionaires don't get one paycheck. So be it. There's a lot of people way out of work. I get that. I'm not talking about right. all of us in the real world.
1: The problem is they've already put the work
2: in. And they didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> they didn't do anything wrong. They've worked all week long. <laughs> Their team didn't do anything wrong. The Ravens team. But you, you only get paid for wrong. the game. You only get paid for. The practice The, game, right, right, the right.
1: practice is assumed. <laughs>
2: Right, right, right. Yeah, if you skip practice on Wednesday, you don't get anything dinged out of your paycheck. Yeah, this
1: was the situation with Antonio Brown a couple, a few, a couple years ago when he, when he blew off the tire work week and then came and said, yeah, I'm good to play.
2: Well, no, you're well, not. We need the whole yeah. deal. Right, right, right. Yeah, I hear you. Right. So, I
1: mean, there's, there's
2: you know. Now, if you're I, making $16 million a year or more, that's a million-dollar paycheck you don't get. Yeah. Yeah, which many players are crazy or the guys that i mean if you much. if you want
1: to make the you know if, if you want to say okay um the game's going to be a forfeit and the ravens have to pay the steelers salaries for the week okay now now we got yeah. maybe we got something you know maybe that is a, a 10 million dollar fine or a 12 million dollar fine but it, i don't know that it should have to come out of art rooney's pocket
2: no i think it absolutely <laughs> should not and i don't think the steelers deserve a win Right. No it's, one should get a free win. Nobody
1: should get a free win. If you get
2: a free loss, I could understand it. You screwed up. But no one deserves a free win. You know, if it's yeah, the if other it, way around. If the
1: Steelers get a free win, then what did the Chiefs say? Wait a second.
2: Yeah, right. They get a
1: free, we're, we're one game behind them. They get a free win, and they didn't have to get beaten up.
2: Right, right. <laughs> they didn't get a thing. They get to stay home. Yeah. They paid. At the
1: same time, the Ravens should not benefit from this whole situation one iota. Uh-uh. And by moving the game to Week town. 18...
2: You're they're benefiting yeah not only that but
1: now they here. know their situation the Steelers also know their situation if it, if the game was moved to week 18 and the Ravens need to win that game to get into the playoffs and the Steelers have everything locked up right how's that fair how's that fair to the rest of the league
2: and oh by the way you're starting quarterbacks out and, he and probably he's, wouldn't he be, be back dead. down Dobbins
1: right. and Kellyius Campbell and right. all these other guys I know are-
2: of other issues but you know, you'll always roll the dice for door number two, right? Which is one—it's uh, one of the
1: many reasons why the, the the league wants to play the game this weekend. Some at some point,
2: maybe as late as Tuesday, even right. Like, in which case, 12 they game—they're—they're
1: holding off on this as long as they can because they don't want to lose that Thursday night game on the NFL Network as well. Well, that's the second that costs that Ravens, again too. costs the the it's league huge money. money, right? Yeah. It'd be
2: two Thursday night games in a row—they'd lose. I mean, that's that's massive money. That's more than. You know, three thousand fans not showing up at Heinz Field. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy money. My only, th- I, wa-
1: I would wonder then: does the league
2: can they move somebody? Can into they move
1: slot? somebody into that slot?
2: They better do it now. I mean, it better right. happen super fast. I mean, you would not be happy to be that team that gets thrown into that one.
1: No, you would yeah. not.
2: Right. And what's interesting about this, to your point about the Steelers and Week eighteen and all that, this isn't Bengals Giants. You know, like the right. <laughs> game that's meaningless. It really isn't that big a deal. And I know the Giants could end up in the postseason, but. You know, one has everybody
1: could, in the NFC East. By the way, spent some time in first place this year.
2: I think maybe <laughs> not
1: Dallas. <laughs> I mean, maybe not did Dallas. Dallas yeah.
2: lose week one. I'm trying. to, You have to. win yeah. yeah. week one. They were because they coming. were zero and or they, they were one so and three or something right. like that. They and beat they the fight yeah. 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 Um, yeah, how crazy is that?
1: <sighs> Which means they'll probably win it. <laughs> yeah, they're going to
2: Steamroller <laughs> league, and, and the Steelers get to Washington next week. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the Thursday night game makes it even stickier, and plus the Titans influenced these two teams earlier in the year that they had to already change their schedules Correct. for somebody else. So these three teams are all tied together in a strange way this year.
1: They are, yeah. and the whole thing is very uh, – uh, it, it's, it's just a mess right now. Uh, we'll see what happens with all of this, but uh, there I, I firmly believe that there's no way – On God's green earth, that the Ravens should benefit in any way, shape, or form from this entire situation.
2: And what's also strange that would be different if it was, you know, Bengals, Giants, Browns, Jags, is if by chance they say, "Okay, we're going to the 18 playoff now,"
1: that benefits the Ravens
2: massively, and it hurts the Steelers because
1: they lose their bye week
2: or the potential or potential bye week, right? Right, and. It helps the Ravens dramatically, and that
1: who are in the eight spot right now. It in the, just says in the, so happens. In the yeah,
2: I mean, if that's their fallback plan, it just happens to be for these teams, the ones that cause it. There will be an uproar, but I guess there shouldn't be.
1: They should. They should lose multiple draft picks. Mm-hmm. They should. Ha- they should be fined seven figures for this thing.
2: We said this about the Titans. And if that. And happen. if that
1: money goes, to, you know. If the game isn't played and that money goes to pay the Steelers players, so be it.
2: Mm. Or COVID research or whatever. I mean, I don't care a- what. Yeah. I mean,
1: they should not benefit one iota of this. No. And if they do, then then I would tell them, hey, look, okay, we're going to expand this to eight uh, teams in the playoffs, but you lose your first round draft pick if we do that. Wow, well,
2: <laughs> which they would take probably, but not that they have any issue. But it's amazing to me that the two teams that would lose the most and benefit the most if they would go to eight teams, happen to be these the two teams goals. involved, yeah. Which is pure coincidence. I mean I know some might not see that way and think of more of a conspiracy theory, but if this was Titans Colts and they decided they can't play this week, the same result would happen. They would say, We're gonna move it to eight. But man, I mean the ramifications here would be huge. Yeah. You know by the way, you don't lose a game without your starting quarterback probably. Yeah. If it's you get it's, to play fifteen instead of sixteen, it's it would, a big mess you're and most vulnerable.
1: You know, I, 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 I don't envy being Roger Goodell right now. You almost, you're no. almost like King Solomon here. You cut the baby in half. Mm. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and what goes overlooked, especially in this town, is every, you know, every building now is under high alert, right? Right. And you get a blurb on your phone like every hour saying Somebody's tested positive. Somebody tested positive, or they're going to, you know, stop practice today. I remember that was big news. Now it's like I forget which teams are and which aren't. And, right. You know. Uh, I, I do that uh, Williamson or Peacock and Williamson podcast every day, and Peacock is a big Niners guy, and I didn't even realize this that the, the Niners would have had to have, could not have played last week because they were hit so bad with COVID too, to the point where Baltimore is right now, but nobody noticed because they were on their bye. They right. had like eight to ten true positive tests, and it was hardly even news. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, I hear you. Uh, we're going to take a break. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. Uh, we're going to talk well, more about this, more about yeah. uh, Week 12 right after this.
0: You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio.
1: Welcome back to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, um, when news of this uh, came out, and it's been kind of a topic all week long that, well, you know, Robert Griffin beat the Steelers last year.
2: Right. right,
1: right. Here's Robert Griffin's numbers in that game last year. (laughs) Okay. Robert Griffin was 11 for 21 for 96 yards in an interception. He was sacked three times. Robert Griffin did not beat the Steelers last right.
2: week. quarterback wins. Here's, here's the
1: here's what beat the Steelers last year. Devlin Hodges was nine for twenty five <laughs> for ninety <laughs> yards. Uh, that's a forty seven point nine passer. Like they had no offense. They had no offense. Benny right. Snell was the main spent. running back in that game.
2: Yeah, boy, that seems so long ago, and it was. And so much has changed in the NFL since then. So much has changed with these two teams. But people need to realize what a desperate, nasty state the Steelers were in. Their defense was. Fatigued.
1: That game was sixteen to ten early in the fourth yeah. quarter before before things got away from the Steelers when uh, you know they blocked a punt, they you know mm-hmm. d- turned the ball Second over. Half was ugly, th- obviously. It, it,
2: it, but they, just remember how bad the Steelers' offense was even going into that game. Yeah, they had I mean, no. A, they had a hundred. The head place they were in.
1: They had a hundred and sixty-eight yards of offense in that game. In the whole game,
2: right? The game wasn't that should, should not have
1: been close. Been close.
2: Right, 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 right. <laughs> no, I, I I hear you. I mean, they're obviously in a way better shape now. I still don't exactly know how to evaluate RG3, though. I mean, his career has been an odd one for me in that I really liked him coming out of school. He probably came out five years earlier than his style of quarterback should, but Shanahan got a lot out of him in Washington. He won Rookie of the Year. and He had so many injuries and probably for many reasons never really got a ton of chances after that to really be a franchise guy, and the league doesn't view him like one. And he doesn't run to the degree Lamar did, although there was a time in RG's career, like when he came out of Baylor, I mean, he was like an Olympic hurdler. I mean, he was a big-time fat guy. And then he blew his knee. Like, and then he blew, right. Yeah, he, he's the, not the same. Yeah. Which,
1: which is the which, one thing that Lamar has avoided to this point.
2: I'd say it's a tail caution for Lamar. Right. For sure. Yeah,
1: if you're, I mean, if you're... He's the perfect guy to have on the roster with Lamar because anytime Lamar starts running around like that and not getting out of bounds, mm-hmm. hey, go talk to Robert about about what that's uh, what uh, happens. Yeah, because they're both
2: leaner guys. Yeah. they're not you know physical and uh, powerful chain mover type. You know, power mover types. Uh, they're both were first round picks. Uh, he didn't win the Heisman, but was in the conversation. Yeah. I mean, like highly decorated, obviously. But I still don't know what he brings to the table. I mean, I, I thought he was a good deep passer at one point in his career, but is he anymore? And he was never a great passer. Yeah, right? at, at
1: this point in his career, I don't think that's. Uh, I just don't think I mean, that I that's it. No, no, I, mean, I, I don't th- think
2: he's going to help a, an offense that has a lot of other problems, even when they're 100 percent healthy and COVID's not an issue let alone with their third center and third running back and the same group of receivers and no Nick Boyle and all those type of
1: things. He hasn't thrown more than 100 passes in a season since 2016.
2: That's kind of where I'm going with that. Like, yeah. I haven't seen much of the guy. I don't know much about him. You know, it just
1: – even, you know, at his best, which was his rookie year, um, it was 3,200 yards, 20 touchdown passes, and five interceptions mm-hmm. in 15 games.
2: And it was tons of play action. With 800 yards. He had 800 yards rushing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Hasn't come anywhere close to that since.
2: No. And he's not going to – he's not – he's not Lamar or even close that they can play 2019 Ravens football with him. No. And just run, you know, option time and time again and all their different runs and, you know, have the thing go through him as a runner. They'll go nowhere with that.
1: Yeah, especially against his defense. And the thing that the, sure. the thing that stuck out to me about that game last year was that the Steelers did the same thing that they do to Lamar, which is hit him every time. They absolutely did. Yeah, right. and he got up complaining about it every single time. Like I'm, he I'm did sure that not never happened to him in his old yeah, career. He doesn't want to be hit. No, that's you know his
2: he, bones are a little older and he's thirty. Right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. I do wonder. I'm not saying he's. Any kind of upgrade to Lamar, of course he's not. But if he's a better outside the numbers passer, again, I just don't know. That would be one thing. <laughs> I don't think that's cut. the case. I bet it's not. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm but he was a second overall pick. I mean, I'm just kind of reaching. Like, what can, what could they do if I if I was Harbaugh and I know I don't have my guy? What could I do to throw the Steelers a little curveball? Would I do throw more out routes against single coverage that you know you're going to? Good get? luck with
1: that. in that I, game. Yeah. Uh, Willie Sneed had three catches for 22 yards. Marquise Brown had two for 15.
2: Hmm. Uh, that was it for their wide receivers. That so was it. That wow. was it. Wow. So it's pretty much the same. I'm sure it's going to be a lot of Mark Andrews and tight end centric yeah. and trying to run, but can Gus Edwards handle that kind of workload? Is he ever going to bust off a long run? The blocking's going to be worse. I mean, it's just this long checklist. Even if Lamar were there, it's going to be such an uphill climb for them. Yeah,
1: I just don't – I, I don't see that being a uh, – and, and, and you've got now an extremely ticked-off Steelers team.
2: <laughs> and a little better rested than when you yeah, thought you were going to get right. the first time around. And
1: They've know. actually gotten preparation in for the game. Yeah, right. Yeah.
2: I mean, I guess you probably didn't get a practice report today. But I mean, it was, it was Joe Hayden going to be back now? I mean, it wouldn't have been for Thursday or there any of those situations? And really, like I said this earlier in the week, like, Boy, the Ravens scare me because I have such respect for their organization, and they're this you know wounded animal in a corner, and it's a terrible time to play them. But that's when Lamar can maybe be the best player on the field and have two seventy-yard runs. Right? <laughs> like now, how? That's you, not going to happen. No way it's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, the that, offense would be really hard for them to generate.
1: That point, that, that's out of the equation. I mean, even yeah. in that game, uh, you know, again against a, a Steelers defense that was you know just completely worn down and an offense that did nothing.
2: Right, exactly. Uh the Ravens
1: no the Ravens held the ball for 39 minutes in that game. That's not going to happen in this That's one. That's
2: the difference, right. Yeah. I mean if they could if they could live with that, they would have a shot, but how are they going to do that unless the Steelers turn the ball over repeatedly or the offense yeah. The
1: Ravens ran 68 plays in that game. The Steelers ran 50.
2: Wow and it's those last 20 that were and it was the out. it was the last 20 where right, the game right, got right, away right. like right. again
1: it was 16 to 10 with 12 minutes left in the game mm-hmm. that game wow. was very winnable for the Steelers if they had gotten any kind of offense and yeah if you which they didn't all. you, you know,
2: start playing over 50 plays you're gonna wear down no matter what you start playing over 60. And you're chasing these guys around, and you know, three no no water breaks hardly in between. You know that's brutal. Yeah, so it's been a long year anyways on those guys. I I, yeah, the
1: Steelers' offense in that game averaged three point four yards per play. So bad. Three point right. four yards per play. That's.
2: <laughs> it, it, under four is abysmal. <laughs> under five is bad. Under four is abysmal. Right.
1: Close to three is...
2: It, it's as bad as you'll see any given week. Yeah. That, that's what the Steelers held the uh, the Jags at, actually, Right. right this past week. It,
1: that's essentially what you saw. That's it's, Was, was saw. Jake Luton playing quarterback right. for the Steelers. Yeah, they had one he just didn't throw a bunch it. of interceptions. Right. Right. <laughs>
2: exactly. I mean, it's similar. Yeah, we, we remember those days. Times have changed, though, obviously, for both these organizations,
1: dramatically. Yeah. That leads me to... Uh, Pro Football Focus today Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. put out a video calling the Steelers the most overrated team in the league. And the reason for that is because Ben Roethlisberger is uh, between quarterbacks 15 and 25 this year.
2: That's crazy to me.
1: I don't care what their metrics say. Right. Use your damn eyes.
2: It'd be different if he quarterback
1: was, fifteen to twenty five does not have twenty four touchdown passes and five interceptions this year.
2: That's the thing is if if you could come back to me and be like, yeah, but he's thrown twelve picks and right, he, you know, you
1: gotta have something to back that up,
2: right? <laughs> and the film certainly doesn't back that up. I mean, being close to the team and watching him every snap doesn't back that up. I I'm sure I don't know how they do their formula, but. I assume that there's some apparently they just or, throw stuff against the wall. <laughs> right, there, I'm sure there's some benefit to being a, being a runner. You know that you get some added points that way. And he doesn't bring that, but he's not hurting the team throwing the ball. And, and, and it
1: doesn't measure what he does pre-snap. There's no measure. For if that. Tom Brady is rated ahead of, of Ben Roethlisberger right now in their rankings, their rankings should be thrown out.
2: It's criminal. It's criminal. If
1: Baker Mayfield is rated oh. ahead of, of Ben, Ro- Baker Mayfield hasn't thrown a touchdown pass in the last three games. Is that true? Hasn't thrown an interception, but also hasn't thrown a touchdown. He's a caretaker.
2: And they've also played in downpours. I don't games care row, what they played still. in, Timbo you know, Two or yeah. Antarctica. Right? No, three games in a row without a touchdown. Three right. games in a row without a touchdown pass. That's Roethlisberger's never played. done that in his career. No, of course not. <laughs> I mean, just looking at the AFC, I think Mahomes is number one. I think Watson's number two. He hasn't thrown a pick in like five games. Right. And then it's Ben or Carr or Allen. Or, you know, I mean,
1: but he's certainly not 15 to 25. No. You, I, you could say, okay, well, he's 10.
2: Okay, I'll Okay, buy I'll that.
1: buy that. I'll buy that, right. He's not 15 to 25. There's just no, no way. way. I mean, I have a you're hard not, time you couldn't, coming up. You couldn't find 24 quarterbacks playing better quarterback, better at their position right now than Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, I
2: mean, he's the best in the division. I'll take him over Rivers. Right. If, if you're going to tell me
1: Lamar's been better than him this year, no way. I want what you've been smoking.
2: <laughs> right. That's not even comparable to me. Again, not, I'm a I'm an analytics guy. I, I think they're great tools, but there's no. They way can't be know. the only tool, though. Can't be the only tool. And, and we talk about this a lot. I mean, you you just mentioned it and said you don't know what he does pre snap to get them in the right plays. I mean, Doc couldn't do that at all last year. Well, that's you the mean, thing.
1: Like, we have we have direct evidence mm-hmm. with Ben Roethlisberger without Ben Roethlisberger. Right, right, right.
2: right. Go ask the Cowboys <laughs> how much Dak means to him. Yeah, or, you know something. When you miss a guy, what the difference is, and. and you know, people harp on the Steelers throw the ball too much. Well, if that's what the defense has given them, the, throwing the ball on that play third and or second and five was the right call. Where Duck would have just ran it right into the heavy box and then it's second and or third and six. You right, know, like that th- there's a right play. Well, in a third wrong and play. four at best. You yeah, know. right. You know, slam it up in there and get nothing. And then there's other the, the also the thing that is in impossible to judge that. Greg Cosell talks about a lot, and I steal it directly from him, is there's no stat for the ball the quarterback should throw and doesn't. Right. We designed this all week for a cover two beater. You got cover two. Your guy was open, and you didn't let it fly. Watch like, Alex Smith play yesterday. Yeah, right. Teddy and they Baker. Had, they had you know. two
1: receivers catch passes that entire game. You can't tell me that the offensive coordinator drew up a game plan right. that had just two receivers catching passes all day long.
2: And what, they score 40-some points, but yeah. he threw for like 110 yards. Yeah, 17 <laughs> dump-offs to the running
1: backs. Yeah. There's no there's not a, there's not a offensive coordinator in the league history whose the game plan says, hey, let's just keep throwing the ball to the running backs. No.
2: Uh, maybe when you're up twenty, they say just keep throwing the ball to running backs. Yeah. Alex, fine, but that's not how you drew it up on Wednesday and Thursday. That was my know. argument
1: all the way back in, in 1999 when Bill Cower went with, with Kent Graham over Cordell Stewart. Yeah, and every, we were all charting. You yeah, know, there was a quarterback competition in camp, and everybody's charting the passing one. Graham was 13 to 16 today. And I'm like, yeah, but he dumped it off. Twelve of those were dump-offs to the running backs. Those shouldn't even
2: count. <laughs> Again, I can make those passes. Against Aaron and Yeah, you know? <laughs> right. I can throw yeah. those
1: balls in seven-on-sevens. Come yeah. on.
2: How about when three defensive linemen are crashing in on him and he has to make a play yeah. or extend a play? Yeah, Which
1: right. one gives you the best chance to make a big play? Which one scares the defense more? Right. And it
2: was Stewart. And Ben's Not even close. Because he beats you when the ball snapped and it comes out. But it's like Brady used to. Like it might not look great, play after play, but if there's no mistakes, but Brady gets right lauded bat. for that, right? And you've brought, you brought this up a lot, and it sure seems like Pro Football Focus, the quarterbacks they like, they commend them for after the catch production, right? The ones they don't they're like, but how, all his production, half of his yards
1: come off a run after the catch. <laughs> Like, that doesn't count.
2: If you throw the ball behind him and they catch it, they don't get any yards yeah, after the catch. Or he
1: falls down. You know, mm-hmm. that's. No. It I mean, there's work some
2: benefits way. to having Deontay and A.J. Brown and great after the catch players. And Tennessee has always gets a ton of after the catch. That's how they're designed play action. You go after guys that are great after the catch. Well, that's what the Steelers are doing, too. But if the quarterback can't get it to him in stride, it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's, Whatever.
1: It's maddening. But, uh, yeah, they put that out there today. And I just. Again, another. Re- it's just. It's, They do some good work. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of But their grading system is ridiculous. And anybody who who judges things based on Pro Football Focus's grading system needs to have their
2: head examined. It does. And at some point, I want to have a Hall of Fame conversation with you, too, because the new guys will come out, and it's always a good topic, and Fanny comes back up. I really hope that guards, safeties, nose tackles, that whenever people try to – the next crop, the next generation – that those of you hopefully you're still doing it, they're in charge of getting their guys in the Hall of Fame, don't be like, Well, Marquis Pouncey's didn't great in pro football focus Oh, Hall of You know what I mean? Like if you start hearing that
1: I for, start hearing oh, that, I'm laughing laughing, him out of the room.
2: Right. And I bet people will bring that argument to the table. He was pro football focus's top rated right guard three out of five years. Like I don't I, care. I don't care. No. I don't no.
1: care. They had some some kid who was fresh out of college who played, you know, tiddlywinks in in high school yeah um, you know grading these guys has no idea what the play call is has no idea what right You know what a protection you know it's just yeah. no it's silly I
2: and mean, my favorite thing is the pouncey argument is that exact article we read i don't know it was probably six months ago in the summer we were looking for things to talk about they they ranked pouncey very low among centers but the first line was he's asked to do one-on-one blocks more than any center in the league like. Part of that's awesome. Like, I I love pro football focus. That you can tell me he has more one-on-one blocks than anyone in the league. I don't right. have that information. Right. Great. I want to know but that. But don't if ding people, him for who's it. Who's second? Who's third? <laughs> yeah. Well, then life's tougher for him. I mean, right. It's a different scale. It's a different grade. Uh, well, he know. lost
1: those one-on-one blocks, so I'm going to give him a, a bet worse grade.
2: Well, these guys aren't asked to do it. But I mean, what if he had Filer helping him the whole time, and they're letting pressure in over Filer's left shoulder? Right. Is that better? <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Like, come on.
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous. But, Whatever. Uh, we're going to take a break. Maybe we'll get into that uh, Hall of Fame uh, yeah, it's conversation. It's will interesting crop again. We'll do, that, uh, we'll do that right after this. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive on Steelers Nation
0: Radio. You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio.
1: Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And Matt, uh, as Matt mentioned earlier in the show, in the last segment, actually, uh, the, the 25 semifinalists yeah. uh, were announced for the inductor for voting uh, for the uh, 2021 uh, NFL or Pro Football Hall of Fame, I should say. Uh, that list includes uh, some newcomers. Those would be Peyton Manning, Charles Woodson, um, Calvin Johnson, and Jared Allen are the, are the first-time guys this year. Of course, uh, Steelers... Uh, former Steelers, um, Alan Fanica, and Hines Ward on that list as
2: well. And Manning's a shoe in Right. I actually wanted to ask you a question about that. You've been in that room. Can the Manning presenter just be like, do I have to do this?
1: It's it's happened before. Where I think somebody just stood up and said, Joe Montana.
2: Yeah. You know. Any, the, objections? You, you don't any need, objections? You don't I'll need you... to have any discussion yeah. about it. You okay. know, it's... Yeah. If, if, I'll give you my spiel if I need to. Or but... Jerry Rice, hey, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would think that you don't even have to go through it.
1: Yeah, I mean, Manning's. I'm looking here at the uh, at, at Pro Football References um, rankings, and they have they actually have a Hall of Fame. It's what they call a Hall of Fame Monitor Score, which indicates the player's chance of election to the Pro Football Hall of Fame for career started after nine, 1955. 100 is the average. Hall of Famer at the, the player's position.
2: Okay,
1: okay. Okay, so it measures them against other Hall of Famers.
2: Like out of 100 type of Yeah, scenario. so the guys
1: who are at the top of that list on this year's okay. list, Manning is at 258. So he's essentially two and a half times better than the average Hall of Famer.
2: Wow, okay. I didn't quite understand the grading system. Now I do. Holy yeah. smokes.
1: Wow. <laughs> Second on the list is Alan Fanica.
2: Yeah, you've used that reference before. At
1: 139 and a half. And I can say this for a fact. I, pro football reference... And these Hall of Fame guys and their player ratings, and the they because they do some things that, that on their on their you can look at players graded against other players over the course of their career. Fanica no, fanica last year was right and this there. Pro
2: football focus grades. He either.
1: was tucked right. in between Deion Sanders and Johnny Unitas. <laughs> and I perfect. brought this up when I gave my speech. I'm like, yeah. this guy, according to Pro Football Reference, was every bit the football player those two guys
2: were. And they're going off facts. It's not right. like I graded every play and I felt like giving them an A or a B or right. whatever. Right. I mean, this is. How good they were for their position. For their position. As, yes. You know, Dion was this much better than the average cornerback, so it was Allen. You know, yeah. Right. I, I I don't think I'm I think you think he's got a good chance to get in this year. I think right? he gets in, very, in this year. Yeah. yeah. His grade it is one thirty nine
1: point five oh. So he is better he than the
2: second best case for this grading. The second
1: best grade. Third on that list is Charles Woodson at one twenty five point oh three. Mhm. I think those are the, I think Woodson and Manning both get in this year's first timers.
2: I do too. Uh, last year, to me, Troy had the best case of the first timers, no doubt. And, and, you know, without question, he had
1: the best case of anybody in the in the class. Exactly. Yeah.
2: And, and I think Woodson's his equal. You could yeah. You know you I mean, could, like if Peyton Manning doesn't in this class, Woodson is the Palomalu this year. You could make that argument. Yeah, I mean, you could certainly the make the same that tier yeah. as a defensive back and as good at what they did.
1: Um, third fourth on the list. This is kind of a surprise. Because he was up last year, and I really didn't give him any consideration, was Zach Thomas.
2: I don't either. I I'm mean, sorry. I know Sam Mills is on this list too. They're both short. Sam Mills attack. was last.
1: Um, like we, we were going through the list of yeah, guys, and they were finalists ne- though. Running down the finalists list, and I couldn't. He, uh, was like, your he, last vote. he was immediately. like he was the. I think he was the first guy we talked about. And I immediately scrap. I'm like, oh, he had a nice career, but he's not a Hall of Famer.
2: I think Thomas is. Well, he's the
1: best short guy ever. That's fine. Or he's Mr. Carolina Panthers. I don't care. I don't
2: care about that. Is he better than... Ray Lewis and Erlacher, and no. you know, is like, he in there? Is he
1: better he than Zach Thomas? No.
2: I think they're similar. Maybe I don't remember Zach Thomas or respect him enough. Patrick
1: Willis wasn't a finalist, and, and he wasn't think better Willis than. It was better than Patrick Willis.
2: No, I, I think Willis is way underrated in this conversation. I take him well over these guys, yeah. and I think he deserves a shot.
1: Uh, on the list, Reggie Wayne is fifth at 107.01.
2: See, I, I look at him and think like. I know where to get the Calvin Johnson. I'd much rather guard Reggie Wayne all day than Calvin Johnson or Randy Moss. But if Holt and Bruce and those guys are going to get in, I think his case is as good as those.
1: Longevity does matter. Yes. And with, yes. with Calvin Johnson, you're talking about the same conversation that we had when Tony Baselli's name came up. You better
2: be pretty special. You
1: better be really special right, if right, you right. only had five or six years of, mm-hmm. of extreme production.
2: And I think Calvin's that special. Especially because of the, the height, weight, speed stuff too. He
1: doesn't rate as well on this list. Yeah, though, I can imagine because of the you know the mm-hmm. the numbers. Uh, Patrick Willis is sixth. Good. Torrey Holt is seventh. These are those are those are the seven guys that are above a hundred according to pro, according to Pro Football References Hall of Fame scale.
2: Okay. I would put Wayne in over Holt, but they're very similar to me. Yeah.
1: Uh, eight is Leroy Butler at ninety-seven point three three. I you know he he this was is, good. He was good. Yeah.
2: Maybe I'm crazy or just don't remember well enough. Or some of these safeties that have gotten in are just okay to me. I mean, there's been three or four lately that aren't Troy Ed. There you
1: know. were a bunch of like when the safety conversation came up last year, and then you know you're, you're talking about, I think there we were six of them on the list. I remember there's been a bunch, and, and it was you know tough to, you know, kind of right. split hairs with that whole group.
2: I mean, I, I think like the Palomalos of the world are easy. I think that next tier of safeties to me are okay, but they're Hall of Very Gooders. Yeah. Uh,
1: Richard Seymour is ninth.
2: That's my favorite one, and I think he's very deserving that he'll never go.
1: His uh, grade was 96.28. Bacelli, there's a big drop off after that. Bacelli is 10th, 85.68. Okay. Ronde Barber, 11th. He doesn't ball He doesn't bore. 84.8. Yeah. Um, that whole Tampa Bay thing, that was part of the argument. Um, well, that defense, they, you know, they had – because John Lynch was up last yeah. year. Yeah. Well, the, you know, they had they had Sapp and they had right. Brooks in the middle, and then they had, you know, Lynch deep. Okay, but they won one Super Bowl.
2: I was say, were they the best defense for 10 years? They weren't the 85 Bears. They weren't even the Legion of Boom defense. They weren't even the
1: the, the Steelers of the, of, the, of the 2000s. The most year yeah. of the Steelers,
2: right, right, right. Yeah, they were a good defense for three years. They were a great defense for one. They all have one ring. Yeah, they
1: don't need to have seven all-of-famers <laughs> off of that right. defense. That doesn't
2: mean Simeon Rice needs to go and, <laughs> right. and right, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were they were fine. Yeah, they're really good, right.
1: Uh Drew Pearson at 12. He's the senior candidate.
2: Oh, i say he doesn't belong, but I I guess the senior candidates go fine. Typically, yeah. Yeah, okay.
1: And then Calvin Johnson at 13. His grade is 83.77. Um 731 catches. Uh, 11,619 yards, 83 touchdowns. He actually has more touchdowns than Reggie Wayne.
2: I don't doubt that. I mean... I don't know. I think he's an easy one. I've always thought if someone says, is this a Hall of Famer? And you say, yep, then he should be. And I think that's Calvin. I know his numbers on paper aren't going to look as good, but I don't want to guard him. I want him on my team. He's unlike basically any receiver we've seen. And I don't want to speak for you, but my hunch is... He's going to be a tough one. I bet he's He'll a be fight. He'll be a tough one. I bet he's a fight. He'll be a fight. there's a lot of receivers. And he
1: might not make it in this year, but he right, probably right, right. does get in at some point. Then you got John Lynch. You're back to that Bucs no. uh, argument. Heinz Ward comes in at 15. I, I know Steeler fans know. think that he should be a slam dunk.
2: It, it's a tough battle. He's behind Wayne and Holt and yeah. those guys to me.
1: Eric Allen is 16. No. Jared Allen is 17.
2: See, I think he's got a case. And what's interesting, it's kind of like the safety conversation, though. There's going to be five, six, seven edge rushers of that generation that all have nice sack numbers and are way better than their predecessors. There's a a little
1: bit of the Kevin Green argument here. Exactly, exactly. And I'm not saying Kevin Green shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. He's, what, third or fourth all-time in sacks. Right. Um, But what else are you going to do for me?
2: But how great were they? Yeah, you know, uh, like Julius Because If I'm go. picking
1: between him and Richard Seymour, I'm taking Richard Seymour. Me
2: too. But their stats look nothing at all right. like. But there's a lot of that, you know the Freenies of the world. I would take over him and Peppers, and I'm trying to think. I, I had a list. There was seven or eight of them that were all that same you know resume. A lot of sacks, lasted a long time, bunch of Pro Bowls, and Allen would be in the bottom half of those to me.
1: Um, Darren Woodson, 18th.
2: I don't see it. No,
1: I don't either. Bryant Young, nineteenth.
2: I actually think he's a great player that has no chance because he has no numbers. Played
1: defensive tackle. Yeah. One of the things they brought up about him was how he was he always won the team MVP award. Right. Like right, a bunch right. of times for the forty nine you yeah.
2: Which is great. But I mean like Cortez Kennedy went. I wonder if Will Fork will go. He's not quite a nose. But he made everyone around him better like a great nose does. Yeah, He'll never get in. I mean, I would take Seymour over him, but he's a really, really good player. Just, I would hate to have to try to represent him to try to get him in.
1: Cornelius Bennett is 20. I don't see it. Willie Anderson, 21.
2: Great player, but no.
1: Sam Mills, 22. Sam Mills was a finalist last year. Yeah, I don't
2: think he'll make it that far this year. Clay
1: Matthews, 23.
2: That's just lasting so long. I mean, really good player, don't get me wrong. Yeah.
1: His score though is fifty two point eight. I mean we're down
2: into the fifties now.
1: Rodney Harrison at twenty four.
2: I'd take him over a couple of names you just mentioned, but no.
1: Fred Taylor at twenty five.
2: I thought he was pretty darn good, but Hall of Fame running back, you better have a pretty darn good record. Yeah,
1: right. Um Steve Tasker at twenty six. Come on. Cornelius Cornelius Bennett is on this list, along with Steve Tasker. Ask the Bills which one was more valuable.
2: Hey, Marv, who do you want for – one of these two can't be active on game day. Cornelius, who's your second or third best defensive player that plays 60 snaps, or Tasker, who's on the field for 10. Right. (laughs) And maybe makes a tackle that day.
1: And we got some breaking news here. The Ravens-Steeler game has been tentatively moved from Sunday to Tuesday night, uh, per, per Adam Schefter.
2: Okay. Um. Selfishly, I like that I can watch football Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, and hopefully Thursday night. Uh, One more night of football makes me happy, and I can have all eyes on the Steelers and not worry about anybody else. Lamar's not going to play is an immediate reaction. I assume Dobbins and Ingram are still out, as well as the centers. So... Steelers get a little bit of a break.
1: Doesn't move the needle for me in terms no, of what I feel about I don't the game.
2: think, like, boy, Jacksonville or, or Baltimore just got a huge advantage because of this. I'm glad it's happening this week, you know, as opposed to a Week 18 thing or something like that. So, um, I'm cool with it. I, I, I would worry about I, – I hope another shoe drops and says, uh, we've moved another game to Thursday night, because Baltimore can't play Thursday, obviously. So, will they play Tuesday, Sunday? which would also be hard on them because that's a really difficult short week. And can they move another team to Thursday, which would obviously keep the revenue stream rolling along okay.
1: I'm sure that's something that's being talked about right now. But, yeah. uh, you know, if they start calling around, I guarantee nobody is Nobody's volunteering, volunteering for that. Yeah. No, well, hey, we'll do that. You know, unless you're a team that's,
2: you know. I'm thinking it'll be like Jags-Browns. or you know, Jags always are the guinea pig for that. Thing. Yeah. You know, we go to hey, we'll do it, yeah. yeah right. <laughs> Uh, it probably be a we'll game play. that doesn't mean anything yeah. if it happens to be moved to Thursday. Yeah, wow. I agree. But
1: uh, yeah, that Hall of Fame list is interesting. Of course, Bill yeah. Nunn also on that list is uh, the uh, right, uh, contributor. Right, right. Um, he's a shoe in. It's a done deal.
2: Basically. That's a
1: done deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah awesome. you get to, you get to that that spot as a contributor. You're going
2: in. So Steelers could have two again next week next year. They very well could. They they Which could have. Could go in with the ones they could the have pool.
1: five guys go, going into the Hall of Fame next summer.
2: Next summer. Yeah, get your. Uh,
1: I mean, that's unprecedented.
2: Get your hotel reservation. I don't care if, you, if
1: it's two two Hall of Fame classes, five. six Hall of Fame classes. Right, 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 Getting five guys in at one time is ridiculous. Well, I
2: hope COVID doesn't interfere, and we all get to go and you know interview guys and terrible towels flying for the whole thing. It could be a really fun. Yeah, can,
1: because oh by the way, the Steelers and Cowboys are still they playing right. They're yeah, still slated yeah. to play in that the Hall of Fame game. So cool. lots of stuff there with good stuff with that. But uh, we're gonna take another break here uh, again, just to uh, let everybody know the uh, Steelers game. Uh, tentatively moved to Tuesday night, That, of course, uh, barring any more continued Ravens yeah, right. positive tests. That, that's the, the, the fly in the ointment with that. They need to stop testing positive. <laughs> right. Please. <Wow. laughs> well, at least we have the I know they don't right. have any control over that know, now, know, but, still. but they did at one point. Mm-hmm. So, he's, he's Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. Well, when we come back, it's time for the Fantasy Football Focus. We'll do that right after this. Here
0: we go, Here we go. This is The Drive with Dale Lolly and Matt Williamson on your 24 7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio.
1: Welcome back to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. It's time for the Fantasy Football Focus. Uh, Again, uh, to make the news, ESPN reporting that the Steelers game against the Ravens uh, that was originally scheduled for Thursday, Thursday. then moved to Sunday, is now going to be played Tuesday.
2: I'm glad we're getting it in. But uh, the thing I didn't think about originally was – they got a really short week for Washington. Then, who's coming off a nice long week? They played yesterday, right? You know, yeah. I mean, that's here, right? That's here. Eh, at least that's better. But Washington's playing a little better. We'll talk about that next week. But
1: yeah, uh, we'll talk a, as much as we can about that. We're going to have a short week next yeah, week. Yeah, uh, but um, it also brings in that raises the question of what do you do with your Steelers and Ravens players with that? Two- I mean, Monday night games are tough enough in exactly. terms of injury stuff and things <laughs> of that nature.
2: Uh, I told you in one of my leagues, I was torn between Will Fuller or Deontay Johnson. <laughs> Went with Deontay. Now I kind of hope he plays. <laughs> <laughs> Left a lot of points on the bench on that one. But I mean, for fantasy reasons, you can at least wait till Sunday morning. I think we'll know by then. We should, think? yeah. And, you know that we should. Uh, that this game's probably going to happen. You know, they'll be traveling the next day, and you know. So
1: yeah, um, looking at this week's games. Uh, Cardinals and Patriots the over under in that game is 49 and a half.
2: Do you know who the last defense in DVOA is? Uh that would be the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah, Slow. they've gone from
1: like first to last.
2: Right, right. So, I mean, I think the speed of Arizona is going to cause them major yeah, problems.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a major problem for them. Larry Fitzgerald uh won't play in this game. No, he he's on the positive, he's yeah. on the COVID list. He's an old um, man. I hope he's okay. He's essentially, they can just put a TE beside his name. Just call him a tight end.
2: Yeah, you're 100% right. You know what? He's got a consecutive game streak, though, of catches. I guess he'll get broke. I
1: don't know if he doesn't play. I don't know. I uh, maybe it doesn't yeah. maybe apply that way. Um, but uh, you interested in any Patriots in this game?
2: Harris. As long as it's close, that'll be their approach. Shorten the heck out of the game, run him like crazy. But Michelle's back.
1: Michelle's back, and he, uh, yeah, they could. Uh, uh, you're going to be the short yardage back, and yeah. you know,
2: bleh. I mean, I the guess goal line now is pretty because Burkhead's gone. Burkhead's gone. Burke-Hed's gone. Yeah. That's why I'm kind of going with this: is if it becomes come from behind mode, that's obviously White now, right? Like White's there's no ifs ands or buts about right. it. Yeah, I mean, he's going to catch. He's the only running back who's going to catch passes for New England this week. Right. Those other two don't catch any.
1: Yeah. So that's yeah. something. That's something to keep an eye on, and I think they will be behind in this game. I do, too. Yeah.
2: Maybe not um, originally, but the fourth quarter. And, uh,
1: you interested in either one of the Raven, or the uh, Patriots receivers?
2: Not a lot. It's not like it's a great defense, but they're yeah. a little more unpredictable than they used to be. And How about Cam?
1: Yeah. Got to have somebody better than Cam. Everybody's black playing. There's no buys this week. No,
2: and there's no quarterbacks out. So He's probably not a top 12 guy. Yeah, probably right, not. Right. I guess that's a good way of prefacing all the quarterbacks. Yeah.
1: Uh, Titans at Colts. The over-under is 51-and-a-half.
2: No Buckner. No Buckner. It's, it's big for them. You're going to – But you're playing – You're playing Henry regardless, yeah. You're playing A.J. Anyway. Yeah. Brown anyways. I mean, who do you think about? John Who, Corey Davis. I don't think either quarterback's a top 12.
1: Yeah, I don't love the matchup for no. the passing game of the Titans.
2: That defense tackles and doesn't allow him How it about Pittman
1: on the other side? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. he's – Yeah, I think he's a wide receiver three, solid wide receiver. Yeah,
2: on the rise. T.Y. Hilton's dead.
1: Um, Colts Colts backfield. It's a good matchup, but Taylor two weeks ago against these guys, I think he had seven carries for 16 yards, and then it turned into, uh, you know.
2: I've been on this low-hanging fruit before and chased points that way, but it sure looked like they committed to Taylor last week. Yeah. we've seen that before. He's your best back. He's your best back. And
1: Quit messing around with these other guys. And just. Let, if he has seven bad carries to start the game,
2: that's okay. That's okay. He's yeah. going to potentially – cook yeah. does that. I right. Mean, people do that. They right, all right, do that. Right. right. Let him Let him run his way I out of it. I think they might be on that train now.
3: Yeah.
1: I think so as well. And their mm-hmm. schedule sets up nicely for them. For him. It does They get it does. some nice matchups, including this one. Yeah, they should be able start to run right. the football.
2: Yeah, you're running some Right.
1: Uh, Raiders at Falcons the over is 54. I, see, I think this it's is a, a big, big one. Score, yeah. yeah, this one's up and down the field.
2: Keep an eye on Julio's availability though. That's a big one. But everyone else. This is my stack
1: in DFS for Sunday. This was my stack. Um I'm I'm running uh with the with Matt Ryan okay. and and Ridley or Ridley, yeah. yeah. Just
2: keep an eye on Julio, but yeah. even, either way I want Ridley.
1: I want Ridley, yeah. Either mm-hmm. way, he's, and he was a cheaper option,
2: actually. I believe, no, he
1: was a couple hundred dollars more.
2: He he's the one who scores. Yeah, I'd say he's pretty darn good. Um, yeah. I mean, like to me, we were talking about top twelve quarterbacks, Carr and Ryan R. Yeah. I mean, this one, now
1: Jacobs Ryan. got added to their injury report with a shoulder injury. On yeah, that seems like
2: he's always got something. Yeah, play through it, but uh, you play him. You wish he caught more passes, but you play him. Yeah,
1: I mean this this looks like an over game all the way. Yes, it's indoors. Indoors, yeah. right. The only thing you worry about for the Raiders is they're a letdown after playing the Chiefs last week. Could
2: be. That's why I think this game will be close. Like, yeah. I don't think they just blow Atlanta's doors off. No,
1: Atlanta'll oh, yeah, Atlanta will score. They'll move the ball scored. against that Raiders defense. Without question. Uh, Chargers and Bills. Over-unders 53. It's another one I think there's a lot of points.
2: What worries me from the Bills is John Brown's out. And it just seems obvious that they're they not quite as good when he's they out. They don't look
1: as good. You um, say that and Beasley's kind of... Emerged a little, a little bit. bit. Yeah, you're right. He's emerged a little bit as a as a factor. So mm-hmm.
2: um they just like do a lot of four wides and stuff. Yeah, and can't But you,
1: you can use Beasley as a wide receiver three this week. Yes. It's not a lot I of agree. upside there, but right. the floor is you know you're yeah. getting ten points out of him one way or the other. Yeah, yeah. You're and possibly more than that in
2: PPR. If he gets in the end zone. Yeah. Are you are you fiddling with Zach Moss at all? <sighs> I'd like to see it first. They don't run the ball. They don't run the ball. They just don't. And it's a good defense. It looks good on paper, but i got to see it first.
1: Chargers side of things, I'm not fading anybody.
2: Eckler could be back, Echler but I bet it's be back, the next week. Probably not, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Henry's a nice matchup for you. I mean, he's been doing well with Herbert. Mike Williams is fine. The obvious guy. I mean, Herbert's an every-week starter. Allen's yeah. an every-week starter.
1: Yeah, somebody's getting... Not Tredavious White, <laughs>
2: so... Yeah, right, right. And that defense and hasn't he, been good And either. even
1: Tredavious White hasn't been White. No, it's White not disease. like
2: it's, he's a guy you have to avoid or... Right. Yeah. Both these defenses are pretty pretty forgiving.
1: Uh, Panthers and Vikings.
2: This is another one I think that there's a lot of points.
1: 51 is the over-under. Okay. Um,
2: Thielen's on the COVID list, and that's big. Because I think him being out would hurt Jefferson. Yeah. You, know, you can now focus be, on stopping guy. him. Right. But, but Cook, you start in Cook, should, Cook
1: should have a field day against his Panthers crazy. defense. He should go crazy. Yeah.
2: McCaffrey's going to be out. Yeah. I think you start more Anderson, maybe Samuel, Davis. Here's my
1: problem with starting Moore this week. Teddy Bridgewater's coming back. Right. And Teddy Bridgewater just ignores him. He's Alex Smith. hmm Everything's checked down, oh, check down, it's, throws underneath, doesn't go deep.
2: I would have liked to see P.J. Walker. Yeah. hope we do late in the year. Um, uh, so
1: Moore scares me a little bit in this game. Yeah. He's had some good games, with, but his good games with Bridgewater are 4 for 90. True. Whereas his games the last couple weeks have been, you know, 6 for 120. 1. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. kind of limits it. Teddy limits it, and, and he's also had some games where Teddy just hasn't looked
2: at There's been some bad ones early yeah. on. You probably can do better, but he's definitely a wide receiver 3. You're probably going to. If you got yeah, him, you're yeah. probably going
1: to start him. Right, right, right. You're going to hate it, but you're going to start
2: him. That game in general, like, I don't know that Cousins is a terrible start. No, he's fine. Yeah, especially yeah. if Thielen's there. You know, like I would start him over. Because the, the, the Panthers mentioned. will do
1: enough offensively that he'll yeah, have to throw right the football.
2: Right. No, they'll be, I think there'll be a lot of points in that game.
1: Uh, Dolphins at Jets. Akhmad oh. out for the uh, Dolphins. Oh, is that just coming yeah. across?
2: Is Gaskin going to start then?
1: Uh, he's questionable. Because so, he just
2: came off the list, but he hasn't been activated yet. Yeah,
1: the over-under is 44. That sounds about right. Because That sounds about right. Darnold's going to start for the Jets. I think you start Jamison Crowder now. He, he's yeah. back in good graces.
2: Flacco um, played well though. Like I think that he,
1: he at least made gave them a downfield passing
2: threat. Like Flacco would handle all those blitzes and stuff that Miami throws at you better than the younger guy. Uh, I don't see many fancy points there at all. Like I don't trust Miami's offense. They're going back to Tua. He was overwhelmed. He's got a by bad Denver. thumb. He's got a bad thumb. Uh, you know he he was really bad and looked out of place against yeah, Denver. This last is a week. this is
1: an under game where yeah. I don't want to play. Anybody from either team. No.
2: I mean, I guess if it comes across, Gaskins is definitely going to start. He's probably an RB3 type guy. <laughs> of flex. But if you're hurting that bad, yikes.
1: Yeah. Uh, Giants and Bengals. The over-under is 44. Giants are my top streamer streaming defense this week.
2: I'm not sure if we're supposed to talk about betting or not, but that's the bet that I love the most this <laughs> week. Giants minus 6.5 against that team. They're not going to score ever. I mean, since he, I, I hate to say it, but it's maybe time to cut Higgins. Any pass catchers, they're right? It's going to be horrible.
1: Brandon Allen's going to get the start. Yeah, he's no better than Ryan Finley. Both of them have a, a less than fifty percent completion percentage in their in their careers. Yeah, it's not. And it's not like it's a tiny sample size. They have both started three games in their
2: careers. Giants are coming off a bye. I think they win by like fifteen points. Yeah, I mean, Daniel just, Jones isn't a bad start. There's going to me. Gonna be sacks. There's going to be interceptions. Right. Start Ingram, um, Gallman.
1: Gallman, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah. He's a solid start. I, I think Ingram's a solid start. Um, I think this
2: will be the game that people realize Cincinnati might be the worst team in the league now. Yeah.
1: Um, you know, the, the Giants, to me, could put 30 up on their own, and I, there's and, no way Cincinnati can keep up.
2: I, I bet I bet the Giants hold the ball for 38 minutes. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I agree. Good, yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, Browns and Jaguars.
1: The over-unders, 49-and-a-half. No DJ Chark for the Jaguars. Yeah, I saw that. Um, yeah, Mike Glennon at... <laughs> Mike Glennon, the quarterback. I mean, the Browns are going to win this football game.
2: By far. Yeah.
1: And what, this could be four straight games with, for Mayfield without a touchdown pass. Yeah,
2: I mean, Chubb and Hunt are both, obviously, in their lineup. Like, don't even think about Hunt. Yeah. Being but a... I don't
1: want any Browns pass catchers. No.
2: I don't think it matters. But I do think it's noteworthy that the Browns' last three games – they, they, they played the last four weeks they've had a bye. I wrote an article about this. They, they have had a bye, and they've had three awful weather games. I'm sure that's why their pass percentage is super low lately. But why even fiddle with it against the Jags if you yeah. can run it every play? Just, that's what you want to do. You ball. got
1: those two running backs, run it yeah. 50 times and get out of there.
2: They'll possess the ball for 40 minutes this game. Yeah. yeah I mean, although that Jags D is begging for you to throw on it, too. They're, they're so they're beat, really up and, beat up. They're really beat up, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I get it, but that's not what they
2: want to do. No. If Odell was healthy, I'd start them, but no.
1: Right. Um,.
2: Landry's unusable.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: They need uh, receivers
1: season. 49ers at Rams. The over-under is 45.
2: Rams coming off a Monday Nighter. Niners coming off a bye. But I hadn't realized that until I mentioned earlier. Tons of COVID issues with Samuel. Yeah, Francisco. A, lot of, a lot of
1: COVID problems. Ayuk and
2: Samuel and guys they thought were coming back might not. So play that by year. I mean, I think the Niners can play them tough if their dudes are there. But the Rams are really good. The
1: Rams have, uh, are starting to figure out who they are. Yeah,
2: um, both sides of the ball.
1: On both sides, yeah. Yeah, no, I, yeah I think that the, the 49ers do keep the stuff. Keep an eye on who the, who that running back is.
2: I hope it's Mostert. If it's, it's Mostert, get guy. him in your lineup. Yeah, yeah right, right, right,
1: Absolutely. If not, I guess it's McKinnon.
2: Can you start a Rams running back? Oh, uh, no. I don't think so. No. Right but you start
1: both of those outside receivers. Oh, yeah. And maybe Josh Reynolds. If you're, That's not terrible. Yeah.
2: I think Goff could be all right. Yeah, I no agree. Jimmy.
1: Um, yeah, I just uh, I don't yeah. I don't love that 49ers offense. With what if Debo wits.
2: plays? Is he startable? I'd at least like to see him come back a week and have like yeah, and, and see, see what right? it looks like with it. With, and he's not, with Mullins. I mean, he's not Jerry Rice. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: Saints and Broncos. Um, this one scares me. Over under is only forty two and a half. I think it's a low scoring
2: game. And
1: uh, you start in Taysom Hill.
2: Yeah, because he runs so much. But I think he's going to look like Tua did against the Broncos it's last struggle. year. going to struggle. I think this is two good defenses, really good defensive mind in What's Denver. his
1: over-under for passing yards in this game?
2: 170? I might go under. I that. might go under. Yeah. How about his total yards? 250? Uh, if, if, if,
1: uh, if his passing yards is 170, I'm going to put his, uh, his total yards at 210? Yeah. Is he going to run for more than 40 yards?
2: Yeah. I'd still probably go under. Yeah, it's a good defense. It's, it's a good, good defense. They,
1: they're well schemed.
2: And I know he's a lot older than Tua, but they baffled Tua yet last year, last week. I think they can see that in this one. And I love the Saints D, but playing in Denver when you don't ever do that fourth quarter, it'll, they're wear, you and it'll and, wear you down. It'll wear you down, right? Yeah. Right. You know, Taysom Hill running all day—is he going to have a lot of juice in his legs at the end? And uh, I don't see a ton of fantasy goodness there.
1: Yeah, I don't either. Uh, maybe both defenses. Yeah especially can, the Saints. I think you can play both defenses and you're going to get Lock's points. going to have a rough day. You're going to get points yeah, both yeah. on both sides of that. Uh, Chiefs Buccaneers, which is now the game of Sunday since the Steelers Ravens oh, won't yeah. be played on that day. Uh, the over/under's 56. I think KC wins big. I kind of like the Buccaneers Do in this you? game. I think they're going to be desperate. They are. I mean, they they're should super be. Talented. Yeah, they they should be. I think they needed to take a take a step back and look at what they're doing in that Kansas City defense.
2: Oh, it's questionable.
1: Against those Buccaneer receivers, is going to struggle.
2: Oh, I'm excited to start Godwin and A. B. and certainly Evans. Um, Tampa's weird because some days they run the ball and some they just ignore it. Yeah. So their court, their running backs are hard to count on. But you would think you'd try to get something going on the ground.
1: Typically, what you do with the what I've kind of looked at here with the Tampa Bay running backs, if one of them has a good week, the previous the week ones. start the other one.
2: Jones doesn't catch any passes either. He, he doesn't. I mean, game script is so important for him. But he could m- he could run for 100 yards against the Chiefs. He could. If the game's close and they just stick with it and stick with it, he could. I think the Chiefs <coughs> – I know the Bucks D is great and I respect it a great deal. But by the fourth quarter, they'll figure it out. I mean, Chiefs are going to get to 30. They are. I don't know that Brady will. They
1: are, yeah. I, he's not played well. No. Um But this is the kind of game
2: that – I mean, they need it more than Kansas City does. Oh, there's no doubt. they're building. Yeah, no doubt. I like the Chiefs on that
1: one, and then the Monday night or no, this is a Sunday night game, right? Or is it yeah, Tuesday Bears, or Bears, Packers, forty over under forty five. I COVID's hitting the Bears right now. Too. Montgomery's going to be back though.
2: Their best offensive lineman, Whitehair, has COVID. He's out, and their line stinks. And your boy Mitch Trubisky's getting the start. Trubisky's it looks back like. in the saddle. I actually think that might be good. It could be, yeah. Mitch, quit thinking. Run. You've had a you few, few weeks to sit and watch. To lose. Yeah. You know, take some risks, make some plays, be an athlete out there. I don't know that it helps Allen Robinson and company that much, but I think it helps the Bears' offense a little bit. Yeah. At least give you a spark. I mean,
1: I mean Montgomery's a, a volume-based RB two.
2: Yeah, he breaks no long runs.
1: No, but yeah. he's gonna he catch he's catching the ball this year.
2: He's the only back.
1: He's the only base. thing that they got. Yeah. yeah. Um. In and terms,
2: defense stinks for Green Bay for stopping the run. Yeah, I mean they just play Montgomery. Yeah, you, you
1: play him. You play long. Robinson. That's about it from on the Bears side of things. Yes, uh, the Packers, obviously the the big three are the big three. Mm-hmm. He's starting Lazard in this game.
2: If I have to, but there's probably better. You probably stuff have out better there. options. Right, right. Want to see that before you like connect. DJ Moore was somebody you'd play over him. I'm just trying to think some of the receiver threes that we've brought up.
1: Yeah, no, I hear you on that one. Uh, and then finally Monday night, well not finally, but Monday night uh, <laughs> really the yeah, Seahawks at Eagles. Uh, the over under is 50. Okay. Are you playing Wentz? It's as Against, good a matchup as you're going to get. Yes, yeah, I mean, if it doesn't happen for Carson Wentz this week, it's not going to happen.
2: Right, like would you play Wentz over Carr or Ben or somebody like that? Carr is interesting Tyson.
1: because that, he's playing the Falcons. I know, there's good But they may just there. run the football all day long. True, true. Um, I mean, this is set up because uh, the Seahawks are going to score. Oh,
2: Seahawks are going to score.
1: I mean, Carr's going to have to throw for 300-plus yards in this game. And, he, and he runs. And he runs. Yeah.
2: You know, he's going to keep throwing. Yeah. It's not so bad. I, I kind of like it. Um, Rager or Goddard with Ertz coming back. Like Fulgham Goddard's has gone. kind of fallen off the – A little bit. Yeah. Miles Sanders is a must start. you got to start him, yeah. But the offense doesn't support five guys. No. You know what I mean? And Seattle's D is actually playing a little better the last couple of weeks.
1: Well, that could be
2: still a favorable matchup. Yeah. I think Carson's back, and if he is, throw him right in. But the problem is it's a Monday nighter. It's a Monday You right. need to know. Right.
1: Uh, and then, of course, the final game of the week is uh, Steelers and Ravens. The over-under set it that currently at 45. That game's going to be played on Tuesday night. Um,
2: what Ravens do you start? Andrews and that's it?
1: Gus Edwards you can start. Yeah, Gus He'll be volume. Right. He'll give volume. But that's it.
2: I think the Steelers will want to take away the deep ball. And if Gus Edwards averages five yards a carry, it ends up with one hundred. yards. Steelers have the best
1: tight end defense in the league. I
2: know. I know. But I still think Andrew's a top ten tight end this week. He's going to get. Targeted. I just don't know how. M- uh, Does Griffin help him? Griffin, no? no, no, not at all. Griffin's <laughs> no. not going to look his way as much you know, no. as much as. You'd rather, Lamar was there for him. Yeah, you're um, not starting Griffin thinking he's to put up Lamar. No,
1: no, 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 no. Any
2: Steelers you're hesitating with?
1: Um,
2: it's not a great matchup for any of them. No, it's not. A, it's, it's not. not a,
1: it's not a smash matchup. But I'm not fading any of them. I think all the. Mm-hmm. I think all the receivers are wide receivers three with two upside. All three of them. Yeah, yeah depending on a touchdown, he's sc- who probably scores. a top twelve tight end,
2: which is what he's been. He scored the last time against these mm-hmm. guys. Connor's going to be fine. Volume based too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I would lean against Ben, but I would as well. You know, his numbers at home
1: ben. against the Ravens are actually pretty good. Yeah, over the course of his career. We just
2: mentioned a lot of you know. I maybe start Daniel Jones over him or you know yeah. somebody like that. You know. Yeah, with better matchups. Mm-hmm. But, the but
1: runs. Yeah, uh, and I'd start the Steelers defense for yes. sure. Absolutely, they would be very high.
2: Yeah, you wouldn't think that, even watching the last Ravens game, but not many defenses I'd pick up the Steelers D this week.
1: Most weeks. Most <laughs> but, weeks, right. Yeah, this, this week. Is, looks like a scary one, but it's yeah. not so scary. Yeah, I mean, I know that the Ravens had 465 yards or whatever it was the last time against these guys. They're not doing that again. They don't.
2: Yeah, they're not doing that again. <laughs> yeah. They'll struggle to get to 300. Talk about time possession. Steelers lead the league in time possession, don't they? Right at the top. They're I'm top, yeah. They're like league. third. They could. They could add to that this week. Yeah.
1: Uh, That'll do it for today's uh, Fantasy Football Focus. Good luck to everybody as you uh, push towards the playoffs. Hopefully you're in contention. COVID doesn't screw (laughs) up more between now
2: and kickoff for everybody.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. But uh, he is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. Uh, We're going to talk about what this Tuesday start now means. We'll do that right after this.
0: You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio.
1: Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And, Matt, we now know that the Steelers game against Baltimore will be played Tuesday night. Yeah. Uh, At least that's the report from ESPN's Adam Schefter. What does that do now to – in terms of of preparation? uh, That's actually
2: something I was going to ask you. Okay. You understand how these things work a little better than I do. In turn, you're there every week, every day. They're not going to practice today. They didn't practice on Friday. So Saturday all of a sudden becomes a full practice, not a Correct. gentle practice. And I then they'll, they'll
1: have a, uh, another practice on Sunday.
2: Okay. So how many does that give them for the week, if we count them back? Did they do anything on Thanksgiving? No. I should know that. That would give
1: them four full practices and a walkthrough.
2: Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's more than – that's plenty.
1: Right. And then uh, your walkthrough on Monday, game on Tuesday – Okay. And the problem then becomes the Steelers host, and thankfully, good for them that they host Washington. Week. I'm on sure Sunday. the NFL
2: didn't care about that if you'd travel.
1: No, right. No, you yeah, did.
2: you know, right. Um, but that's going to be a short week. That's it's going to be, be a not, short
1: right. week. It's going to be a short week for, for Baltimore. Obviously, they're going to have to move that.
2: They won't play Thursday. They won't week, play
1: then. Thursday night. Uh, but Baltimore's going to be on a, a short week as well. I wonder coming if Baltimore back.
2: will play like Tuesday again. No. I hope they'll, they'll keep them on Sunday. Yeah, they'll move imagine. it to Sunday, which yeah. means Lamar's twice he'll be out. Probably out for that game. But the back.
1: Cowboys lost uh, Cameron Irving. Is that who they have? And Zach. Dur- and and Zach, Zach Martin's out. Yet. Yeah, right. Zach Martin's out for they're, three to four weeks. They're in trouble. Their offensive line just wrecked right it now. Now, shape. but at the same time, Baltimore's defensive line is wrecked.
2: Yeah, who's going to be available? <laughs> and we're assuming no one else tests positive between now and tomorrow or whatever. Right. Too. Okay, real quick though. We just did it with the Steelers. How many practices do you think Baltimore gets? They, they had a get...
1: walkthrough on Monday. They had a walkthrough on Tuesday. They have not practiced since.
2: So they haven't had a real one yet. They haven't had a real practice yet. Facilities closed.
1: They did... John Harbaugh said they've closed their facility to, through Monday. That mm-hmm. was a John. like That guy announced last night. That was, night. We saw that that was Harbaugh doing that. So they're going to have a walkthrough on Monday. That'll be it.
2: So he's not going to change his mind and say we're practicing. Hey, Saturday you put it Friday. out there now. I know, as I say, that yeah. doesn't look so great. With we're worried about players' health and all right. those wonderful things. No, and to your point, the Ravens chose to do that. There wasn't an NFL mandate. I mean, the, there was a time when in fact it was put,
1: there was some argument about that because a couple of a couple of sources or guys put that out there. I think Schefter and Rappaport. Oh, the the Ravens have or the Ravens facility shut down until Monday. And somebody said, Well, does that mean the game's not being played? I said, Wait a second. And I tweeted this out. I'm like,
2: They're traveling Saturday.
1: They're, that, that sounds to me like Harbaugh shut the facility down, mm-hmm. not the NFL. The NFL could say, Oh, no, you're playing Sunday. <laughs> Just because your facility's closed, that was your choice, right, not right, ours. Right. Yeah. Not, nobody's because Harbaugh then confirmed, oh, yeah, I, I shut it down. Yeah,
2: that's the way I interpreted it was that it was a Raven decision.
1: Yeah. So he can do that all on his own. The, the NFL could have come back and said, we don't care if your facility's shut down. You Never got to play.
2: You can shut. do whatever you want with your facility. Yeah. You still have a game. <laughs> it doesn't matter.
1: If, <laughs> we don't care if you practice or don't practice. Right.
2: That's not on us. And I will say, I mean, Tomlin canceling practice Friday and that move implied to me that they are probably had an inkling that this yeah. thing was getting bumped. I mean, it's still Ravens week and you need to practice. But if, he's, but if he holds to his word, they're going to have zero practices. Right. And that's the, you know. He's sitting there calling the owner saying, I know we're shutting down the facility, but I really want to open it for practice on Saturday and Sunday because we haven't practiced yet. Too bad. I, I think it's too bad. Yeah, I'm We're like, going to yeah. go over
1: to Johns Hopkins and have a Can't do it because they're on, you're on shutdown right you
2: now. You just said you were worried about everybody. That didn't change.
1: Yeah, so. nothing I mean they've been they're shut down. He could I mean
2: Yeah, that's a fact. That was
1: the thing. There were you know, there's locked. Yeah. They still have people testing positive. There was apparently another one today. Mm-hmm.
2: So they can't get together. They will not practice.
1: That so, doesn't sound
2: like it. I mean, I guess we no. could walk through Monday. They'll have a and get walk through a Monday,
1: get on it get on their plane and come here, and they probably still have to take two planes. Yeah. There was a situation wow. uh, there was a situation in baseball this year. I think maybe the Cardinals and Cubs where one of the two teams—I can't remember which one it was—rented a bunch of cars. All the players drove to the game individually. Really? Because they had a they had an outbreak.
2: They even put like four people in a car together. No, they, they all like drove that. into it. Like, man. we'll see. See you guys at the stadium. Wish I was hurts or whatever <laughs> that day. And they probably weren't little economy crappy cars. It's a good good business day for whoever the local right. rental car place is. Um, That's crazy. I mean, I guess Baltimore. Some people could drive or two planes or whatever, too. But, yeah, they're not going to be very prepared for a new quarterback, for a complex defense. Obviously, you know what the Steelers do, and you played them recently. But you want to practice.
1: You do. And that's not going to happen. Um, Look, the the Steelers have all kinds of – Advantages in this football game. They do, they do, and I don't want to hear people saying, "Well, the Steelers played the Ravens without this guy and that guy." I
2: don't care. I hear. You. I mean,
1: nobody said that last year when the Steelers were playing when they were when they were playing the Steelers and beating them. Well, you know, we beat the Steelers, but they didn't have Ben Roethlisberger. No, you beat the Steelers. No,
2: no, you're right. <laughs> that being said, like I love the Football Outsiders Almanac. That really right. digs. It comes out in July, and they really dig through the whole year and. I can already read. I can already write several paragraphs of it saying, "Steelers had some really good luck in terms of their strength of schedule, the guys they played, the week they did. You know, they're not going to get Burrow. You're not going to get Lamar. That's not uncommon, though, folks. You no, know, like it happens every, to everybody. Every year, there's a team or two that you can see their trace and you know follow the who they. Look at I, the Eagles this year." I don't know who they. I think the
1: Eagles, uh, other than Carson Wentz, every starter has missed time.
2: Oh, right. on their oh, offense. Right, right. Like I, I, the example I was going to use though was last year the Packers were thirteen three, and if you read the Football Outsiders, you know paragraphs, it's well they got staff. Both Stafford games he had a broken back. They didn't get to play him. Bears quarterbacks don't matter. I'm trying to think of some of the others. But they missed, like, five top quarterbacks just because of the luck of the draw. You know, like, this guy was out. That guy was out. Steelers didn't get back. You That's know, completely like, outside your control. It's I mean, outside your control. Yeah. And, and, oh, by the way, a couple of these COVID obstacles have not been favorable in yeah. for the Steelers either. So, not that it balances out. I mean, I'd rather have a game postponed than play the Chiefs than the Packers than the, you know, the Saints. Right. But so what?
1: I mean, is anybody going to uh, talk about – let's say let's who the uh, Saints play Denver this week. Mm-hmm. Let's say the Saints lose that game. This is a football outsiders almanac. Well, they, they lost a game in in Denver, but they didn't have, they didn't have Drew Brees that game.
2: No.
3: It's
1: not That's like Brees life. was playing
2: great. No, right, right, right. 100%. No. no, I hear what you're saying. It's been a remarkable year. Hope it keeps up. I think it will this week. Strange – one of the stranger weeks of Steelers It goes football, back to what we've though.
1: talked – like people who want to put an asterisk on this season – no, no. He put, I mean, mm-hmm. again, if you go on, you go put the, put up a good record, and win the Super Bowl in this season. I'm sorry, you overcame a lot. I don't care what team it is.
2: Yeah, I, they've I mean, all had
1: things to deal with.
2: I don't know enough about the other sports, but I watched a lot of NBA and NHL playoffs. It was no easier for those guys. I mean, it was a grind night, night after night. Yeah, you didn't have to fly across country if you were the LA team playing the Atlanta team or whatever. Okay, yeah, and there is no home field advantage. To me, that's somewhat of an asterisk from the year. You know, like when we look at home road splits, I don't care about them for 2020 and things like that. Right. That you just kind of throw away. But it doesn't mean it was easier. I what mean, if you have a, usually have a great home crowd, you didn't have that benefit.
1: We've talked about that, and I, I actually looked this up. Uh, home teams are winning 53% of their games this year. Are they? Um, last year it was fifty two percent. Oh, really? But those were, the, those were the those are the anomalies. Every other year before that, for was the it most part, or? was at fifty eight, fifty seven, okay. somewhere in that in that range. Mm-hmm. Um, you know,
2: we even talked about this. I also have kind of a, a a theory that teams are smarter now than they were ten years ago. They understand travel. The jets are better. You know, like traveling is not as hard as it used to be in nineteen seventy five. <laughs> I mean, there's some they have these big cushy jets, and they get there in two hours instead of four, and Tra- going on the road hard, but I think travel's easier than it ever was. Playing with noise is hard; is a massive deal, though.
1: It, it, playing with noise is a massive deal, and the lack of holding penalties well, yeah. is is the great equalizer. I saw this, and Bill Barnwell put out a list of fifteen interesting free agents in this off mm-hmm. season, and I saw this little blurb about Garrett Bowles. Garrett Bowles stinks.
2: Oh, everyone thinks he's great all of a sudden. Yeah. Right.
1: From 2017, when he was a first-round draft pick, until last year. That's three seasons. Three seasons. 18, 19, 20. He had 34 holding penalties. 34! (laughs) 34. This year he has three. He didn't suddenly stop holding.
2: With all respect (laughs) respect to Coach Munch... I'm sure he's doing a nice job, Coach. The guy was
1: averaging 11.3 holding penalties per season. Yes. He's on pace to have about
2: five. I bet he'd look like Walter Jones if they didn't call any of those 34 (laughs) penalties (laughs) going into this week, this year. And Denver told you what they thought of the guy. They didn't pick up his option. They didn't option. pick up his option. They if, they like thought he
1: was, if they thought he was going to turn the corner on this, oh, well, no, Munch, Munch is telling them, no, he's close. We got him, He's yeah, close. We right. get this thing fixed. No. They would have picked up his option. He's a left tackle. He's a
2: left tackle. <laughs> right. Now they need a left tackle. Right? That's a terrible place to be. And the whole world's thinking, oh. <laughs> and he drafted him in the first round. They got a guy now. Yeah. Bulls has turned the corner. Uh, that, there's probably a ton of people like that. Like, who's led the league in holding calls the last two, three years? All of a sudden, is pro football focus like them now. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, like,
1: Garrett Bowles suddenly their top guy because he's not getting called for holding anymore.
2: Treat him that way, like oh, left tackles. He's son. awful. He to make a fortune this He's awful. He still holds like crazy. Just, now it's legal. <laughs> they just not calling it. <laughs> now I'm watching allowed. those games
1: yesterday, and I'm like, uh, they they called a holding penalty on the one on the, at the one point. I'm watching the guy come off the edge. And the offensive tackle's got his arms outside of both of his. Like, he's got the guy around the shoulders. Hmm. That wasn't the holding penalty that they
2: called. (laughs) That one was okay. They
1: called one on the inside where the guy grabbed a little bit of the jersey. Yeah. I mean, it's just awful.
2: The Ravens are a weird offense, but man, they should hold like crazy. Absolutely. If I'm horrible, that's where you're seeing a lot
1: lot of the holding penalties on the running plays where the quarterback's running around or Mm -hmm. somebody's, you know, scrambling behind the line of scrimmage and, and, and changing direction. And the defenders who can see the guy also then change direction. And so that leads to the stretching of the jersey.
2: Or the jersey or the grab or the hug or whatever. It's just not getting called. Some, we should do a study in, uh, of every T.J. Watt snap in 2020. Oh. And how many holes could we have called and how many were. I mean, you probably could do the same. Probably thing up over hundred at
1: this point. Yeah, right. Easily.
2: I don't watch them as closely as Watt, but I'm sure you could do it for Garrett and Mac and Bosa. You know, all those yeah. guys. Or but, Dupree and you know, Hayward and Of Tewitt. course, Yes, yes. See, it happened to have four or five of them as opposed to teams that one.
1: It's just. I, I just thought I saw that, and I'm like, oh, yeah, he's suddenly good now. No, he's because right. he's only got three pony. Maybe penalties. Munch
2: works the magic, but <laughs> it helps when holding's legal.
1: The only way Garrett Bowles is not holding this year. Is if somebody removed his hands.
2: That's the only <laughs> right. way. It's a great example. I'm sure there's many like it.
1: Yeah, it's just, I, I saw that and was like, well, you got to be kidding me,
2: man. And someone's going to pay him for it. The Bengals are going to give him oh, so yeah. much money. Right? You yeah. <laughs>
1: <Right. laughs> need him yeah, to plug him in at left tackle. We'll move Jonah Williams over to right, the other right, side. Right. And well, our we'll tackles be will be set. <laughs>
2: and we don't need to take Penny Sewell in the first <laughs> round and Bundle. You know, yeah. The Steelers right outside linebacker will kill him. Week week. It's awful.
1: Anyways, we're going to take another break. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. Uh, We'll be back right after this.
0: You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio.
1: We are back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And, Matt, uh, we do like to take a look at the uh, NFL.com's uh, quarterback index here every once in a while. And it's up for week 12 or through, uh, going into week 12. So our previous
2: conversation, I hope Ben's not 18 to 20.
1: Well, this I mean. will give you a better idea. <laughs> and this, is um, this, of course, is voted on. Uh, the guys uh, who do this uh, are... Uh, is this
2: an NFL.com thing?
1: NFL.com. It's yeah. Ali Bompuri. Uh, Tom Blair, Gennaro Gennaro Felice, and Dan Parr. Okay. I'm not familiar with any of them, but that's fine. Yeah,
2: I I, I do like the index. I like to check it out every week.
1: Um, So we'll go from the bottom to the top uh, and look at who is where in this thing. And currently, number 32, not surprisingly, is Brandon Allen.
2: (laughs) Well, there's going to be some other candidates at the bottom here. We could probably buzz through the first few. I mean, Jacksonville and RG3. And yeah, but Dan- Allen,
1: uh, Allen got the – he voted 32nd by everybody. He was unanimous.
2: <laughs> I would take Glennon over He was unanimous. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. They're not going to win another game.
1: Uh, Glennon at 31 was yeah, unanimous. Everybody okay. voted Glennon. Um, Mitch Trubisky comes in at 30.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, well, he, he doesn't really deserve the benefit of the doubt at this no, stage. No, I mean, he, he is, is a little more upside than those guys, but okay.
1: Uh, at 29, this is before Sam Darnold was named the starter, Joe Flacco at 29. He's
2: kind of played okay, though. He's still Joe Flacco. Yeah, he's not good. <laughs> I know, but he can complete a deep ball here and there. In
1: five games, he's completing 55% of his passes. Wow.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's... That's pretty bad. And it's
1: 6.4 yards per attempt, so it's not like he's winging it down the field all the time. I'm
2: not a Flacco guy, and I am a Darnold guy, but I don't think it matters in terms of their win-loss they record. They stink. Yeah. At 28, Nick Mullins. No, oh, yeah. I forgot about that replacement quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. 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 Sure.
1: 27 is Drew Locke. That's actually up a spot.
2: I wonder if they don't have RG3 on here. I guess we'll get to it. Probably they, not, yeah. They yet. probably don't. They yeah. haven't adjusted that. Um, Locke's had a rough go of it.
1: He's completing 55% of his passes.
2: Yeah. He throws well the other team a lot, too. Yeah.
1: Seven touchdowns, 11 interceptions.
2: Um, he, yeah. 26. Down two spots. Carson Wentz. I was sitting here thinking because Wentz plays a lot like Locke, and I'm sitting here thinking, I wonder how rough they'll be on Wentz. It's the thing about Wentz.
1: You it. watch, you watch Wentz play, and he'll make three, three throws in every game. You're like,
2: oh, like there's that. not another quarterback in the league right, that can make right. that throw. Right. Or
1: that's only the only other guy that what can do that, that, that is Mahomes. That
2: is. Yeah. What a play. And then he'll make three plays. And you're just like, what in the world was he thinking? Yeah. Those three, those last three, shouldn't still be there. No, you know, he's, like, he's not a rookie anymore. Line. You can blame things. Uh, I think that organization is more dysfunctional than people want to realize. He's turned the ball
1: over 18 times.
2: But Billy, I'm I'm done making excuses for him because I've been in his corner a long time. But he, he makes those three plays where you're like, well, you just killed the team. Yeah, yeah it's over. Right. He um, he keeps a, he gives a, he,
1: he he's the thing that keeps them in these games, and he's the thing that get that's losing these games for them. Yeah, like, he's the guy losing. I mean. I don't I, – I'm not in the – got to see what they have in Jalen Hurts' camp. No. I think that's ridiculous. Um,
2: I heard a little buzz, though, that Frank Reich wouldn't mind throwing them a draft pick to be Rivers' successor. I I, I, mean, I wrote it – One I, of those teams is cap space, one does I wrote
1: that before this, the season – or before the Steelers played the Eagles. Like, hey, Wentz could be available. Yeah, I remember you doing you that, know, that, right. And,
2: and I mean, you to pick up his deal for a I, year I, I or I still whatever.
1: believe in him, but –
2: I think a change of scenery would be great. I think he
1: needs to get out of there. Yeah. And yeah, not yeah. he needs to be surrounded <coughs> if he were a player surrounded by a little more talent.
2: Or just a different environment, it yeah. feels like. Uh, I, I think know. right now
1: he feels like he has to do everything.
2: I, I think he has the Superman complex that and doesn't have the he's not backing it up at all. No doubt. You no have doubt. to have him low on the list, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. Number twenty five is Andy Dalton. I thought Dalton played uh, pr- pretty well yesterday.
2: Yeah, I think he's serviceable. Yeah. They're, the Zach Martin injury is going to... Kill really, him. It, it's a, Their it, offensive it's, line's awful. It's over now, yeah. you're right. Their offensive line's really bad. Um, at 23, Alex Smith. Good. I thought I thought someone might give him like 15. He doesn't do
1: much. He doesn't do anything. No. That, like, he's a caretaker. He is. He's is. I'm rooting
2: a, for him except for next week, but he does not make very many tough throws. No. Yeah, right. I mean,
1: everything's within ten yards in the line of scrimmage.
2: I mean, if I'm the Steelers next week, I may not even have Mink in center field. I might just play everybody cover in here, the box. Uh, yeah, right. everybody in the box. Right. Don't let the, rece- the running yeah. backs think and dunk you.
1: Double team McLaurin and don't you know? And that's that, it. That's it.
2: Yeah, make him make just bracket
1: throws. him and you know. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd play a lot of zone actually. Maybe he's gonna he's, you're gonna throw all these passes to the backs in the flat. We'll just tackle them. We'll just tackle them over, 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 over and over again. Right, right, yeah. right, and hit you. Uh, Taysom Hill at 23.
2: It's a little rich for me. <laughs> I didn't think he played that great last week. He was okay, right? I mean, it was predictable coverages. They played a lot of man. He knew where the we knew what the defenses were going to do. He didn't make great throws, and he ran it when it wasn't there. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Twenty two is Daniel Jones.
2: I might even have him higher. I'm kind of coming around that if I were the Giants GM. Unless there's an amazing quarterback sitting there, and they're not going to pick in the top five, they'll probably pick eight, ten. Right. I got to give him another year. Yeah, I mean he's playing okay.
1: They're, they're, we talked about their schedule before the season started, how hard it was, and
2: well, they're about to beat the, J- the Bengals too. I mean, yeah, they're going to win the division, they, baby. They may, they may <laughs> win the division.
1: Uh, Baker Mayfield at twenty-one.
2: I'll take Daniel Jones over Mayfield yeah,
1: again. Hasn't well, thrown well. a touchdown or an interception in the last three weeks. Right. has not done. He's hasn't done much of anything.
2: Everyone's going to be like, but look at all the wins he's getting. Yeah.
1: Yeah uh tua drops to 20
2: that's a little rich too yeah he had a terrible he's done game. nothing he's done nothing too yeah he's, he's done made nothing a lot of he's, oh but throws. he's
1: got six touchdown passes and hasn't thrown an interception yeah and he got yanked out of his last game because he was so pulled, bad
2: so they're trying to win yeah. yeah yeah he's in the bottom half daniel jones is a better quarterback too right now
1: number 19 you're gonna disagree with this one matthew stafford
2: yeah i would have him higher but i'm an apologist i'll admit he hasn't looked half as good as he did last year. But they play that game without Swift and Galladay, and I think they want to – I mean, I don't say they want to lose, but they've lost four out of five. That's a miserable situation. you
1: kind of banging wins for the same kind of th- know, stuff. you know. I know.
2: I think that's probably accurate.
1: 18 is Cam Newton.
2: Cam's had a much better year than Stafford. Yeah. I he's think Cam's a, had a better Cam, year than people realize. He's only thrown four touchdown passes. I know. That's insane. <laughs> four. Four.
1: That's in nine games. <laughs> He has nine rushing touchdowns, but he's thrown, four, right. he's thrown four touchdown passes and seven interceptions.
2: I think their wide receivers have, like, three touchdown catches this <laughs> year. It's just terrible. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, 17 is Teddy Bridgewater. To me, yeah. him, he and Alex Smith are the same guy.
2: Yeah, put them right same in the same guy. them together. One guy has better weapons.
1: Yeah, that's together. the only right. difference. Right. You, put, you put Teddy Bridgewater in Washington, and he's putting up the same numbers that Alex Smith is.
2: Whoever you say next, I don't even care who it is, is much better than Teddy.
1: Well, now as you say that, next is Kirk Cousins.
2: I'd much rather Cousins. Yeah, and I don't love Cousins. They're they're all in the same ballpark. He's, but... he's he's sixteen
1: every week. That's who he is. He's, <laughs> he's sixteen. He's every sixteen week. here. Yep. That's who he is. Yeah, he's the, he's an average quarterback in the league. He's he's, he's now Andy Dalton.
2: A, he's even Stephen. Yeah. yeah, he absolutely is. Yeah, but that offense is good. You, you get, get, get a great a, running get, game. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That helps. Uh, Fifteen is Philip Rivers. Okay.
2: That's who I he mean, is. I'm fine with it. That's who he is. Yeah. He manages games, and I don't want him. I think he's shot, but okay.
1: 14, Jared Goff.
2: That's a little harsh for me. He, that's up four spots. So See, I'm kind of a Goff apologist lately. I didn't used to be, but everyone just thinks that he's this McVay puppet, and he can't handle pressure.
1: He does turn the ball over a little too much. He so.
2: does, and he doesn't run. But boy, he will carve people up when things are good too. Not everyone can say that. Yeah, but again, he's, he's not for me.
1: He's but, not a he's not the engine, he's more of no, a boost. No, no, yeah. he is. Um Matt Ryan down four spots to 13. He had a rough game last week. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I bet the 12 above him are deserving.
1: Yeah. Uh 12 is Tom Brady down six spots. He was way too high at Golf 7 a better year than or Brady. 6. Yeah. But you look at the numbers, you say, well, Brady has 25 touchdown passes and nine interceptions. With well, they don't run the ball. Ridiculous wide receivers. With
2: ridiculous wide receivers. He can't complete a deep ball to save his life. I don't think Brady's played well.
1: I don't either. Number 11 is Lamar Jackson. I don't know where I'd put him. He's tough. He's tough. He is tough. That's up actually up two spots after that game against the Titans. Okay. where He still is not completing stuff he needs to complete. Yeah. He's completing 63% of his passes.
2: But uh, who against who's he the, completing him to? Because it's
1: not Hollywood Brown. <laughs>
2: not Hollywood Brown, All right? There's not many big plays. I mean, we've talked a lot of Ravens. Obviously, hey, he's his, He's still going to rush for 800 yards or something. I mean, that's hard to play against. All right,
1: but he's only got three rushing touchdowns this I year, know. and he's got 15 touchdown passes. So he's produced 18 touchdowns as their what, as games? their leading passer and their leading rusher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he wears two hats. Yeah,
2: I yeah. I don't know where I'd rank him, but it wouldn't be any higher than that.
1: No, number ten, Ben Roethlisberger.
2: Like Ben's having a much better year than Lamar. Yeah, I mean, it really isn't even comparable.
1: No, number nine is Justin Herbert.
2: I think Ben's a better quarterback. I think Ben's than a Herbert better quarterback right than
1: Herbert. There's, I, yeah, I, I just, agree.
2: Right, but Herbert's been remarkable.
1: But not one guy ranked Roethlisberger ahead of Herbert. Herbert's three and seven for folks. I mean, his
2: numbers are crazy, and I love Herbert. And I think he's a star, and. But he hasn't had a better year than Ben. No, if, if, if,
1: if Roethlisberger – and Roethlisberger has more pa- – I get it. He's played one more game.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: One more. It's only one more game. But he has 200 more passing yards on the nose. Hmm. He's got two more touchdown passes on the nose and one less interception. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, I, I, you know, Herbert will give you a little bit running. That's great. Oh, he does, yeah. Uh, but who would you rather play against right now if you're an opposing defense?
2: Herbert. Herbert. I mean, there's a better chance you're going to confuse him. Man. right? Yeah, you know, just that kind of stuff, right? I, I think, think Herbert's a star.
1: Yeah, oh, I, I think he's great. Right, 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 But that never gets factored in, like no.
2: But I'm putting Herbert over Lamar. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Eight is Derek Carr. I agree. He's played well. He has I not put as well over as ben.
1: not as well as his brother thinks, but <laughs> he's played well.
2: As <laughs> his brother thinks, and Gruden helps him a lot, but coaches help quarterbacks. That doesn't right. bother me, right? Um.
1: Ryan Tannehill at 7.
2: I might have Carr over Tannehill. I might have been over Tannehill. Well, here's the
1: thing. The one thing about these, Carr, five fumbles lost this year. Mm, the yeah, pocket presence is still not great. Yeah,
2: that's a knock on Tannehill. I don't know what his numbers are. He's only year. lost one. Really?
1: Yeah. He's thrown four interceptions and one lost one fumble. Carr's had three interceptions and five fumbles lost. Um Okay. You know, he's yeah, just
2: something. I mean, yeah. You'd have to watch them all be like, is that on him or what? But that's a high number. And that's the one
1: thing Roethlisberger this year. Roethlisberger's not lost a fumble all year. He's not getting hit. Not getting right. He's
2: right, great. Yeah. Ball comes out.
1: So five interceptions. Um, mm-hmm.
2: That would have been over Tannehill.
1: That's it. Uh, number six is Kyler Murray. That's actually down a spot.
2: I mean, he's he's running like Lamar did last year, and he's throwing better. I'm cool he, with that. He didn't look great, though, that last game. I mean, just. As a passer, he hasn't looked great yet. No. It's coming, and they got
1: him. Hopkins, he's oh, got he's Larry. Fitt. I mean, he's got guys. Oh, he's got all, guys. He's yeah. got maybe the maybe the most complete set of wide receivers in the league. When you when you factor Kirk into it, and mm-hmm. you know all the, the the backs catch the ball. Yeah, you know Edmonds catches the ball well. I don't want to play against him though. No, I don't either. Right, but he should look better. Th- I mean,
2: I, I think it's coming, but he's he throws the ball a lot better than Lamar. And you know, oh yeah, of yeah he's better. He's, he's a better passer than he's a better Lamar. passer than Josh Allen at the same age.
1: Uh, funny you mention Allen. Uh, he's, he he's fifth. He's
2: um, fifth. I'm cool with that. His last game was really good again.
1: Yeah, I mean he's really hot and cold. That's the problem. And he is hot that. and I mean cold his right. bad games are bad. And he
2: still has five throws a game. Or whoa. Yeah. I mean, if he he I mean, has got seven
1: interceptions. and He's lost four fumbles. Now he yeah, runs seven. the ball. Sure. Uh, he does have 279 rushing yards and five touchdowns. And rushing. he has
2: probably ten throws to go. Whoa. Yeah. I mean awesome? he's right. He's
1: got the big arm. There's no oh, doubt yeah. about it.
2: But there's a high variance there.
1: Yeah. He's kind of a he's a souped up Trubisky. That's what he's. Oh, yeah. He's what Trubisky could have been. He kind of you know. And maybe still could be could, someday. Perhaps I mean, right, yeah. but probably not. Uh, number four, Deshaun Watson.
2: Okay, I, I'm absolutely cool with that. He yeah. might have been three for me. I know mean, he wouldn't. I know the three are. So no. Uh,
1: one guy, Felice, voted them two. Uh, really, Parr I'm sure had this was before yesterday too. Parr had him fifth, uh, and then Bonpieri, Bonpieri, and uh, Blair had him fourth.
2: So Carr really had him fourth because. Derek has to be ahead of him. He's not voting. Oh, I think yeah. he's at car. Exactly. No, he's right. he's not voting here.
1: Gotcha. But, uh, Watson's played well. Oh, okay, awesome. He's their whole. He's the he's whole, the game whole for them. team. Yeah. yeah, they can't run the ball. Uh, three is Russell Wilson.
2: Okay, the last couple of weeks haven't been great for him. Well, the last one was, but he's still got before. thirty touchdown passes. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, the top he's, three are kind of stand alone.
1: Aaron Rodgers at two.
2: Yeah, one good game against Tampa. Other than that, he's just carried the team.
1: And then uh, unanimous at number one is Patrick Mahomes.
2: Okay. Yeah. I mean, I can't argue with it. But he's thrown two
1: interceptions all year. That's I that was about to say. I, mean, I
2: mean, no bad plays.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, every once in a while you'll see one where he. But he'll make ten throws a game, and he goes, "Well, wow,
2: that's." <laughs> People don't even talk about it anymore. Yeah. You know, like, well, oh, another nice game by Mahomes, through yeah. for three fifty. I know. mean, he's.
1: <laughs> Rodgers still does that. Rodgers still will still make throws where you go. Well, he's the only guy that can do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but really, Ro- Mahomes and Rogers are the, are the two best throwers of the football in the league right now. And
2: back to our conversation, they attempt them. You know, right? They'll those take guys those shots. Would never even try it. You know, like and there's five to eight a game that maybe way more than that actually. Alex Smith, Teddy Bridgewater doesn't even cross the mind. Derek Carr doesn't take that shot. Right. I'm not even going to try that. I can't make that throw. I'm not going to give it a shot. Well, I, don't want to,
1: I don't want to possibly throw an interception. Right, 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 yeah.
2: right. Where those guys let it fly and still don't pay for it. Yeah. I mean, Rodgers' career is remarkable like that. Yeah. I mean, Very accurate. And Wilson's kind of in that mold, too, of TD to interception ratio, ratio that one's really high and one's really low. And Mahomes is on an unbelievable career path with that, too. Yeah. You usually get far of, like, you know, with One's high and the other one's high,
1: but this is much more representative of where Roethlisberger is. Yeah, not fifteen to twenty-five. No, come on, we look, could at, look at that list that we just went down. That's every starting quarterback
2: in the league. Were there twenty names that are better than him? No. Fifteen names better N- than him? No. no. Not even close I
1: mean, it's ridiculous to suggest that.
2: Was he nine on this list?
1: He was ten. Ten.
2: Yeah, I mean, we could haggle. Right. We could you maybe could maybe be eight. Yeah. Okay. But, but right. you're at least in the he's, same He's ball not
1: ball. fifteen. He's not. He, he's not below these. He, He's Cousins been he's been better than Lamar Jackson this year. He's been better than Tom Brady. He's been oh yeah. He's been better overall than Matt Ryan. Yeah. He's been better than Jared Goff. Yes. He's been better than Rivers. Oh
2: yeah. <laughs> he's been better than Cousins. Yeah. And then everyone below those guys yeah. are not close. It's
1: Bridgewater and Newton and Matthew Stafford and Tua. Yeah. Come guys on. Guys that are
2: struggling that are hurting yeah. their teams want to help. Them. Come on.
1: Baker guys. Mayfield.
2: Yeah, Baker Mayfield. Come on.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's I just, mean. If he's 20th on your list, guys like Mayfield and Daniel Jones have got to be, be ahead. high. Yeah, yeah. they're going to be ahead of him.
1: Which is just a ridiculous suggestion. I don't right. care what what grading system you're you're doing this under.
2: I mean, maybe guys like Burrow and Breeze they have above them that aren't playing right now. Okay. Maybe. 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 I mean, at least it's not Baker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, may, maybe if they had 50 quarterbacks ranked this year, then <laughs> right, okay, right. Everyone then, that's ever played. Yeah uh no, but no, man. yeah i'm not i'm not buying that for a, a second but uh well we now know that uh we crazy will week uh, is we'll be back book, on so. monday we will break down the steelers ravens game a little bit more when we when we break do down come the back sunday
2: slate of everything else that happened we'll I'm have sure plenty tomorrow. to talk
1: about with that of course the uh, as we mentioned the browns playing the jaguars they should win that game i like their chances uh, i think the, since uh, he won't win again yeah the bengal's hosting uh who are they playing again uh, Giants, the Giants, yeah, they're going to they're going to get, they're gonna they're get stomped. They're in trouble. Uh, but uh, keep an eye on those games. Uh, uh, the other swing, oh, really. I mean, the biggest game for the Steelers is that Kansas City
2: game. Yes, yeah, the Kansas City is one you want to pay attention. Yeah, to. That,
1: that's a four twenty five game. So that's the national game. Everybody mm. here will get to watch it. Titans, and,
2: Colts doesn't affect the Steelers a lot, but it's teams you might see in the playoffs. It affects
1: the the playoff seating who mm-hmm. you might see in the second in that right, in right. that divisional round, or who you might see in the first round if you don't get the bye. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's worth uh, watching. And, of course, the Steelers already played the Titans, haven't played the Colts yet, um, but we'll see. Yeah. We will see. Crazy Um, week. It has been a very crazy week, (laughs) throwing a uh, a holiday in there as well. Uh, But uh, that's going to do it for our show today. So for my partner here, Matt Williamson, for Jacob Birecht here on site, keeping us on the air, I'm Dale Lally. We thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.